0: Hello, I'm Nicholas Jackson. And I'm Luke Roberts. And welcome to episode four of the Rand Nerds
1: podcast. Holy hell, four. I know,
0: we could get a third of a year, you realise?
1: Four months. Four months. It's going to take another month to edit the podcast. True. Apologies for the last one, I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I kept coming and prodding him and
1: just sort of saying, Luke, where is it? Where is it? We'll try to get it done early. Come on, Luke. Yeah, we recorded it at the start of the month, released it at the end of the month. So right yeah. now it's, what, 2nd f- of November? 2nd of
0: November, so you might get this in mid-January? Yeah, about <laughs> that. Yeah. So if you are start hearing
1: fireworks going off in the background, you know, we're just yeah. giving you a bit
0: of a... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're not, we're having our, yeah, fully American, this is just let like, you know we're having a late 4th of July celebration. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We're se- we celebrate when we uh, abandoned the country to some poor people who had to deal with all the mess we left behind, so it's our little celebration. Let's chalk up that offence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so you're starting <laughs> at this time, man, damn it. <laughs> well, we we'll are already opened the door without having to just carry on. Yeah, I think the last one was a bit... That was brilliant. Yeah. I was
0: so proud of you. I've, I've no I don't think anyone in Norfolk has heard it yet, so I'm safe at the moment. I'm starting to figure it out how
1: to connect to the internet, so no,
0: I'm <laughs> you see you're doing it now. But, yeah. <laughs> Our friend did hear, I was listening to the um, podcast when I was feeding the pigs the other day in the feed store. My friend walked in when
1: I was doing it. You were having and a little, little chuckle, weren't you? I was
0: having a little chuckle to the pod. I was listening to any audio, which was the
1: story I gave him. Well, I started posting some of the lines on Facebook yeah. uh, to people at the Norfolk Gypsy Curse, Yeah. and people were in stitches, like all the way, even people from Norfolk. I was like, yeah. how are you guys on the internet? What the hell? Yeah. How do you well,
0: understand? There must be some sort of training program like, as well, I can think, you know, sort of... They must or, be doing
1: ECDL, that's
0: the European yeah. Computer and Driver yeah. License. Yeah. <laughs> how to turn on a computer. And it is like that. It is how to turn on a computer. Literally like
1: five books.
0: We had to do that as part of our uni- uh, foundation year for university. Ha- is part You you go through like GCSE level, then A level equipment stuff, and then you do your foundation year, and you have to do a book on how to turn a computer, on how to do like basic well, we were the stuff. We were the trial
1: for for the year. Uh... ECDL.
0: Yeah, but you know the, the, the gave these books, they're meant to like take like you said you could do them over the course like four or five weeks. It took me an hour.
1: Yeah, we did the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, and did... an hour to do it all It was like... kinda horrible. I mean, in fairness, if you're gonna trial something, don't trial it on comp size students. Okay. No. Give it to someone that doesn't actually know how to yeah. use a computer to yeah. gauge its effectiveness. It's a bit like <laughs> saying we've got a trial
0: a new training scheme for chefs. Uh we're gonna give it to like Raymond Blanc. And then he'll do it
1: hmm mm. let's see how he gets on with it well it came out pretty well I'd say this yeah, was uh, a right. success yeah. anyway, anyway moving on. we've been
0: rambling on now for three minutes on um, podcast stuff. is over we'll see you yeah, next see month you next week. thanks for listening next week next week yeah. yeah this is our new technique you see what we're going to do is we're just going to do five minutes every week and it's going to be like um, you know Mel Gisola 2
1: excellent goodbye that sort of like podcast I feel a bit shocked there. You just said Metal Gear Solid 2. The
0: first bit of the solid
1: sake was alright. Yeah, that was alright. Right. I was only going to say, as long as you didn't say Metal Gear Solid 3, then I would uh, have killed you. I like Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Hideo Kojima was oh. on crack, I'm telling you. I
0: love Metal Gear Solid
1: 3. I've I really played through 1, 2, and 4. 3 can just go and jump off a bridge. I something. love that. Was, that was
0: Do you know, I love Metal Gear Solid 3. The very last bit, spoiler alert, Metal Gear Solid 3, where you have to shoot your, like, big boss you have to shoot Oh, her. here we go I sat there for a good five minutes with my finger over the trigger button because you have to actually physically push the button to shoot it, and I sat about five minutes before I pushed the button wow Yeah, that's a new low I didn't want to push it you didn't and, uh, want
1: to shoot her no she was English oh dear well, don't get me wrong some of the parts of that game were fine but some of them characters were a little kind of I that the fact that the, um, the, the end the sniper you
0: could beat him by like Star in the boss battle, saving the game, and going away for a week. And when you come back, he died of old age. Yeah,
1: I I did that. I didn't actually realise that was a thing until I turned the game back on and he died. I was like, oh, Oops. <laughs> I think it was from that point on. I was oh, I can't be bothered with this game. It was it was just the lightning general guy. I didn't like him at all. He had like a soldier in a barrel, yeah. and was just punching out. The- I just hated that character. Yeah. It made no sense. I know Hideo Kojima's on some form of. World warping drug, but yeah. that was a little bit on the extreme for me. Yeah, other stuff I could let slide because like, they had nano machines and the other games and that. But in True. in Metal Gear Solid Three,
0: it was sort of set. Is it, it was like almost like, it's it's actually in a way a prequel. Yeah, it was. It was this. set. It
1: was set in the sixties. So you had, well, I think it was the sixties. You had basically the boss, had, and then yeah. Snake was the guy who becomes big boss. Yes, Snake's father in. Um, Metal Gear, deleuge, so Mel Sorry, it was it was. God. kill everyone! So anyway. I didn't like that game. I didn't. Like I
0: it. didn't. The only thing I didn't like about it was the revolver slot. He did go slightly camp throughout the whole game for some reason. In
1: fairness, he wasn't that much better in four. If you played four,
0: I have started it. I've, I got, I got to the bit where you get the um, the chap with the monkey and the and the like, weapons store place. Oh, uh, Drennan. Not,
1: yes, I've not played since then. See, I actually I beat that one. It wasn't too bad. I like the character Big Boss, though. That's the thing. I like Big Boss. I just don't like some of the kind of villains in the game. Just, there's just a bit... And Johnny. The character Johnny, the guy that's always got Diary. No, do you not remember? No. Right, do you not remember Johnny? Well, Johnny was kind of a joke character in Metal Gear Solid One. He was a guard. When Snake went through torture, oh, Johnny was the guy that yes. was always kind of run away no, close to his stomach. Do you mean no. And then in Metal Gear Solid Two, he was on on big shell. Yes. Uh, behind yeah. one of the things. In Metal Gear Solid Four, he became a main character. Oh. And I was just like, what the hell? At this point, I realised that the the. ...reality warping drugs that Hideo Kojima was on or it's just a little let's, too...
0: Let's be honest, they Metal Gear has never been shown the most... ...how we put it nicely? The most, sort of, sense-grounded reality games really there. I think it starts off alright, then sort of about two-thirds, way through, it usually goes a little bit Japanese. <laughs> no, that's a thing now, is it? Well, you no, know, I understand what you mean. I yeah. oh, understand what well, you mean. I, I, I mean, look at your hyperdimension Neptunia, mean tits, thunder tits, yeah. And I, I present to you previous podcast evidence of the dog ending from Silent Hill and Sony's "I'm the Wolfman" advert, which I've never found out. That <laughs> actually, do you know? I actually said I thought it would be redone really for the UK. Actual fact, it was actually a British-made cartoon short. And then Sony said, yes, that's how we we'll advertise the PlayStation. And the long version is even weirder. I'm not going to go and watch that. That'll be. In the I show might do list. for a laugh one, mate. That'll be in the show. It's about five minutes long, and it's even weirder, the long version. And Sony saw that and thought, yes, that's what we need to advertise our games console with. The monolith. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. I love the monolith. You can hit someone with that thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, anyway, to the actual podcast. The actual podcast. Seven so minutes in. Eight, so minutes, eight in. minutes in. We're now going to start
1: the podcast. So, Luke, yes. you go first. What have you been playing? Games I've been playing. Actually, I have been playing a few, a few games. One that we'll mention later that we yep. mentioned in the in the last podcast, but yeah. explosions happen. Yeah, it's a bit of a sore point amongst us too, and. We're gonna, we'll are gonna. shake someone. We'll go shake Hideo Kojima later. It's his fault. I actually played through Sancho the Third, right, which I was set up to play and finish a while back, but we didn't get around to it. Cause we, were, we were doing a Let's Play. I've been trying to LP finish this game for a good year, two years or so, I think. I was in the last house before. I was still living in, in wonderful North City in Norfolk with all the farmers in yeah. there. <laughs> the and um, yeah, I managed to finish the game. And Chalky managed to finish the game on co-op. It was really damned fun over-the-top version of GTA with none of that yeah. kind of crazy realistic physics stuff they're putting for.
0: I've never played a Saints Row game.
1: I would I would recommend it. I mean, you'd have to have an Xbox 360 to play the full series because the the first Saints Row game is an Xbox 360 exclusive. Right. From Saints Row 2, it was put on everything. Isn't the first
0: and the one where you get like 80 feet tall
1: on the thinking of the wrong game? I think you're thinking of something else. Right. Um... Yes, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in, in Saints, basically, the PC Saints gamer row,
0: there talking about
1: games. Saints Row One, you're basically just some innocent random dude uh, walking around, or or I think you can have a check in Saints Row One, and uh, basically the the city is kind of overrun with gang violence. You end up walking, kind of, you cross the path with a, a couple of gangs. You get saved by another gang, the Third Street Saints. You get initiated and then eventually become the boss of the third Saints. As you do, yeah, as you do, and then I've had that many well, times in Saints Row Four, because you know you're you leader of the Saints, you become the president of the United States. That's how right. extreme Saints Row is. Just a massive joke, and um, it's Grand Theft Auto, but funny. It's a spoof version of Grand Theft Auto. It's better than Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, you gotta think Saints Row. I think Saints Row Three, Saints Row the Third came out at the time of Grand Theft Auto 4, and Grand Theft Auto decided to take this kind of really gritty, dark... ...crap game, with uh, semi-realistic driving physics, and people don't want that in a sandbox game. They kind of want Just Cause-styly physics, where, you know, your cars bounce around like... Uh, I hate to say that's
0: something I actually
1: enjoy. Well
0: then you're sad, go and jump off the bridge. Mate, I want to play farming simulator, of course that's something I enjoy.
1: But Grand Theft Auto was horrible. Grand Theft Auto 4 was horrible because it wasn't fun. The whole point of Grand Theft Auto is to drive around in cars. But the driving of it was horrible. Mm. I, if I wanted realistic driving, if I wanted realistic driving physics, I would have played Gran Turismo or a driving simulator.
0: Yes, but can you shoot em
1: up in Gran Turismo? Well, they fucking... Sh- Look, seriously, Grand Theft Auto 6, because there will be one, just blend the two together. and We'll, we'll see so how it goes. All right. Um, but then Grand Theft Auto Five is apparently Rockstar quite good. Rockstar, if you're listening. Which they're not, because they hate me. Because i said that they're last. Look, the only decent games Rockstar has made, or the, the Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 1, Grand Theft Auto London, 2 Sucked the Dick, 3 Was Okay, Vice City Was Pretty Fun, San Andreas, which everyone bombs, I hate that game with a passion.
0: I will, San Andreas, I really struggled, in that I don't understand what they were saying. About coming across, offending it. because I've already offended enough people as it is, I, did, I was sort of hoping there would be a subtitle version. was well, trans- tra- like translating it. Yeah, there's one which says, I think it says, there's a phrase which took me a while to figure out, which was, I think it says something, I'm down with that. Okay. And that means, yes, I'll come along with you dude
1: you are so uncool
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't know what it meant and i kept saying it took me a while and i thought what i need to do is do like a sort of, sort of need- 18th century british man translation of it <laughs> and it says uh, it's, it's like yo motherfucker It'll will say you have deeply offended
1: me <laughs> that would be brilliant uh, i'm gonna go over the entire game and like read of it i'm, gonna, I've been, I've I'm been, gonna do a translation just video. Subtitles on the bottom I'm gonna do a translation video. Like they'll have someone say something in another language, and then they'll kind of cut yeah. from the native speaker to some really sarcastic British so, prick.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> so most of I, I mean, I play most of San Andreas. I'm still not quite sure. I played it to. I got to the third island, and I got to one which I couldn't do. And I'm still not quite sure what's going on. All I know is that you've somehow something's happened to
1: you. I wasn't a big fan of San Andreas. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 wasn't bad, but the driving was just spongy. It just wasn't fun. And if I'm going to spend the majority of the game in a car, even if I can shoot people and beat prostitutes to death, it's just, if I can't... This is just general harmless fun. Exactly, which is what we do every Saturday night anyway. But if I can't get in a car and run them down and have fun doing it, then Grand Theft Auto just skips, it's just not cool for me. Although apparently Grand Theft Auto 5 fixed all that, the entire Saints Row series fixed all of that. But, you know. The fact that, look, in Saints Row the Third, you can walk around and beat people to death with a ginormous pink dildo called the Penetrator. From that Christ. moment on, I was sold, because it's hilarious. Yes. See, Nick's not all that impressed.
0: No, that's that's not something I would find particularly funny. I, I, have, to, I have to say, Brain Number Three. I, also, I used to I used <laughs> to enjoy the um, listening to the radio stations in Grand Theft Auto. Do you have those in the Saints Row?
1: Yep, you've got some pretty cool stuff in there. I mean, Saints Row is just really, really over the top. Parts of the game kind of take place in like a Tron esque cyber world. Yeah, which is which is kind of fun. Uh, beating up luchadors, like Mexican wrestlers. It's just really crazy. Like, Johnny Gat, one of the main characters in the series, is, uh, spoiler alert for the first 30 seconds of the game, killed off. I mean, Gat in the first game gets shot in the leg and walks it off, pretty much. As you do. As you do. In the second game, like, I I thought I was gonna hate Johnny to start with, but when he says in the first game that the best way to take down Benjamin King, who was supposed to be this really badass tactician tough nut guy, is to just storm in there and wreck him, just shoot the shit out of him. I was like, Johnny, that's a great plan. Straight through the front door, just how I do it. Just lay waste yeah. on everyone. My kind yeah, he, of plan. He
0: won't be expecting that. He, he's going to be someone who's sort of made a nice, complicated. He'd seen anyone attacking him will make a nice, complicated plan. Which is what
1: the Saints were trying to do before Johnny said,
0: "Fuck it, let's just blow him up." <laughs> yeah, it's fair. enough. it's a fair company. To be fair, that's what they tried in World War Two with Hitler, wasn't it? All the cunning plans, at the end, someone just said, "Let's put a bomb."
1: Let's let's, let's just around. fucking... Let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> let's, like, fuck pussy around. Let's just get in there and go. And it didn't work. Shut it's up. a bad example, but... <laughs> it would have worked
0: if I was there. Can you still, in St. Row, get a tank for a slurry and spray people on the street with it? You can do all kinds of crazy stuff in St. Row. Because having a work around slurry tankers, that would be a very nice thing to happen. You can fire people at
1: cannons. Yeah, it's alright. Br- it is absolutely... Although there is a character in it called Zemos who has... What's the thing where you you smoke too much and you have the old hole punch in your throat? Oh. Um, And then you have to have the little buzzy gizmo to speak. I can't remember what it's called, brain fart. But he basically, he he has that kind of sitch going on, but when he speaks it sounds like a rap video because it's auto-tuned. And every time he speaks I want to murder him. You have to save him from a brothel. Do you need to nothing for a waffle? He did, because he was bound with a, a dildo up his backside and uh, right. given a horse's saddle and stuffs. And, well, I just wish I hadn't saved him and just beat him to death and put him out of his misery. See, more diversions in games is what we need. It's a good it's game. Okay. Try it. Try it. If you want a more over-the-top Grand Theft Auto, try it. Although, from what I hear, Grand Theft Auto 4 is pretty damn crazy now. But I haven't, Or Grand Theft Auto five. 5, sorry. But I haven't played 5. Got it. Just not really played it yet. Well,
0: you know my feelings about the Five
1: PC, yeah, which is uh, never going to happen. What we play next?
0: Well, now I don't know how you cl- would you classify this as a classic or a new game because it's a remake, it's a reimagining of a classic game. I'm playing a game called Super Frog HD. Do you ever play the original Super Frog on Amiga? I had an Amiga, but I don't remember playing it. It was a. one well, of back in the days when. The game, I mean, not the Amiga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was back in the days when there's a lot more advertising in games in some ways. You had like Zool with the Chappa Chaps. Yeah. Cool Super Spot f- was 7 up. And- yeah. Super Frog was sponsored by Lucasade lucasade yes wow yeah they start the game and basically it's your typical sort of fairy tale story an evil witch steals away the princess and this is the prince turns the prince to a frog and he's all depressed and then he finds a bottle of lucasade floating down a river as you do as you do he drinks it and he turns to super frog and it's back in the old days where basically game developers saw sort of said yeah we hate our game let's make the game ridiculously hard
1: yeah, just yeah, like the yeah.
0: so the first mission you're okay and then as you go on you get harder and harder and harder with points which is ridiculous and uh, I can't visit. the last level is 20 levels in time you're split over sorry, 24 levels split over 6 worlds Oh, those back in the days, so basically design the levels first and then have to try and work out how the story is going to work Magic Forest is the start Right. that's where the prince was when he got caught so I'll give you that as a head start next one is a haunted castle Usually yeah. castles are the last thing you go yeah, to. Yeah, this is the second world. Okay, Is there a fire world? Uh, no, no. Okay. After the haunted castle comes circus world. Oh so in the haunted castle, he gets somehow captured and sent to a circus. After the circus, okay, comes ancient Egypt. Because he finds a time machine at the circus, because apparently they all have those. Well, of course um, they do. And then sends up out to ancient Egypt. Then... He decides to freeze himself to get back to the future, right? And he goes to, but somehow by freezing himself he ends up in Ice World, which again you have to have. And then somehow he ends up in a futuristic space station. And then he does the final boss world against which back in her castle, which you won well too. Why he didn't do it in the first place, I don't know, but That's old school amiga gaming. Yeah. For you. Let's just design the levels first and then think of the story afterwards. Make it up as you go along. We when I had this on the Amiga, this was back in nineteen ninety three it came out on the Amiga. was oh it
1: really that long ago? Yeah,
0: twenty years ago, yeah. Me and is that his... the A five hundred? Uh yes. Oh, I love the A five hundred. Me and my sister never ever finished it. We got we got the last the very sort of last level, of the last world, couldn't get past it. Couldn't figure, got to a bit we just couldn't figure out how we used to get past it. So of course we finally grabbed, our five fish today. I thought, oh we're gonna find out what happens. And what we do is get a single picture of the princess kissing the frog, turning to a frog herself, and that's it. Like oh that was a nice twist, isn't wrote, it? We twenty years for that. So wait, so where did you get this game from the remake from? Steam. What? Oh okay. Steam's got it, yeah, it's been meme and it's been remade by Team Seventeen, who made the original. The Good guys on. behind worms, right? Yes, they did Worms, they did a couple of some racing games as I well. I can't remember
1: what else they did, but I, you know, I saw oh, Team17's name on some other stuff I was looking at the other yeah, day. Yeah,
0: so they've remastered it. So they've, what they've done is a bit interesting. Well, after just updating all the graphics, which they have done, they've done all the worlds, they've made all the levels again. So they've sort of used the original levels as inspiration, but then redone them completely from scratch. Okay. But, as you go through the game, you can also unlock the original levels. And what they've done is they've just, using the new engine, they've obviously just recopied the levels. They were okay. I know it sounds hard to explain. it's all see. Oh, no, but okay, so like,
1: how how would that translate? Because surely
0: they've copied them exactly. So they've
1: just. But I mean, well, does like the physics all work the same? Like you know, jump heights and that the same? Yeah, uh, way? I probably so. I yeah,
0: guess so I played the original. It's half because That's care. what I mean. Like if, the,
1: if they've literally just laid a retro skin over the top. No, haven't, they haven't.
0: they haven't done that. way they've used the same all the assets. But they've designed the levels to match the old ones. Oh, okay. But all the same assets and everything is the same. But then their normal new what they call the new world levels are sort of they've sort of took the originals inspiration and redone them. Okay. So often you're some levels are completely different. The new levels compared the old. Some you can tell have been inspired by the pre the old levels. But what you then learn when you play that is game. They were a lot more evil back then because I played the last level today of the new world and that was ruddy hard i then went to load up the original copy as it were as in there the was copy of the original level and that was
1: 10 times worse it's just per evil that was back in there it was just per evil good times but yeah. then the game had to be yeah because you didn't get blown away by shiny graphics and crappy yeah. story
0: and you had um it's every every level's time is way to get to the end within a time frame, and the first one, the new one, is you no know, the first one you had to collect a number of gold coins before you can unlock the exit. Right. And there are a through of them there, so you had to really explore the levels to unlock
1: the exit before you finish. Is this a new remaster or is this something they've released recently? Because I've, I've noticed a lot of kind of the older games from the Amiga and say the Sega Mega Drive and and the NES got, and things have been remade s- recently. Super Mario got released this year.
0: I literally only a few week, only I think only a few months ago. Okay. It appeared on the. St- I was looking through all the Steam sort of um, like new releases section, and it was
1: on there, so I thought, "Oh, I'll grab that." Fair do. So was... I mean, they recently redid Ducktales. Ducktales remastered, where they remade the yeah. original NES game. One of the Mickey's Mickey Mouse's Illusion series games got remade on the oh. PlayStation and Xbox as well. Apparently, that one was really quite good. Like a, a lot of the remasters are quite good. I, I remember here, the
0: original
1: series. We had that on the um, Sega. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a Sega Mega Drive game. I can't for the life of me. I can't remember which of them was actually remakes. There's a, there's actually what a small a series isn't there? But that. I, like that. She's I, I that think game. it's on the. I think it is on the Xbox. So if, or on the PlayStation. So it's on one of the one of the two. So you know, yeah. probably pick it up for a couple of quid and, and play through that. And All if right. I'd be interested to hear what people think about it, because yeah then yes. I might pick it up for my boys. Yeah, but it, well, I have been playing it long when I was a kid.
0: Bad things about Super Frog. He, it's a
1: remake of an old Amiga A500 no, game.
0: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but the thing is, it's all, I'm really living my childhood a little bit, so that's fine. The nostalgia's there. The nostalgia's there. Bad things, and I don't know if this is the original or not, but he moves ridiculously fast. It's literally two speeds, still or full out. So when you're trying to do sort of fine maneuvering, and of course, it's got instant death spikes. You know, you literally sort of breathe near a spike and it kills you. That that happens all the time, dude. I mean. uh, yeah, I know. But when you're trying to maneuver around them, and
1: you've got a frog that is just as you hit any direction button, he just runs. I mean, I've never. In fairness, though, I have never known the world to be kind of flat, duty, and and I run not? into spikes. No, not I I always thought I could walk around spikes. No, no, you. I don't know what world you're living in. Yeah, in know, The world's do flat. Do you know
0: how many things I had to jump over today to get here? I, I was know. jumping on mushrooms to fly them down to get past. It was a nightmare. Turtles? A few turtles, yes, I did have a few turtles. What about robotic wasps? not having a robotic wasps. I did have to run around some rings though and collect some gold rings though on the way in. Wow. You, you must know, have been it's, feeling it's, really tired oh, now. Yeah, I'm knackered. <laughs> I tell you, I'm
1: honestly knackered. Um, How many bottles of LucasAid did you find floating down a nearby river?
0: i have seen the new, in SuperFog HT it's not Lucasfilm, It's a magic potion. Obviously they lost the license Obviously, for that. Luke Save or just, you know. Luke Saves. Like f- I don't think Luke's he could afford it. They couldn't
1: afford the license to be a Superfog HD. I wonder if they've actually had an Iron Brew game. We need to find that, and if they haven't, we need to make one. So I'm addicted to Iron Brew. Okay. Just saying. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll give the lawyers a ring. <laughs> we'll give the lawyers a ring.
0: <laughs> Hello, I'm Now, what to make a game about you?
1: I love Iron Brew. It's diabetes f- in a bottle. Now, what should we get soon? What sued. would the theme be? How would you, what, what would the iron brew game be? I don't know. How to get diabetes and live with it. <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> perhaps, you could, perhaps it could be a sort of meta game that you brewed irons. That, that
1: would be kind of creepy. Well, no, because you just put an iron in the pot and brew it. That would be very weird. Could you imagine someone getting a kettle and putting an iron in it? Yes, I could actually. It's not that hard to imagine, really. That's really weird. That's
0: tripped me out. Now, if this is Japan, this would be normal.
1: Yes, it probably would. There you go. Now watch as. I'm seriously, I'm gonna get killed by a like, random samurai ninja now. That's all your fault. Yeah. Okay. Or join was robot's gonna come and step on my house. Yeah. Great. Or <laughs> to use that internet favorite phrase, meh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, you were saying bad things about the game. Anything other than you spaz out and run into spikes?
0: Yes, there is. In between each level you get a like a little um, fruit machine that you can spin to and you you win things. And what you win is new levels. The original levels basically. Oh, okay, so that's yeah. a, all right, yeah. it. Alright, trouble it. is once you figured it out, I'd unlocked all the original levels, I mean all of them, before I could build World 2. Brilliant. Okay. So, but then of course, after each level you still got to do a spin machine. A fruit machine, and you have to
1: does so right, nothing to unlock after no. you've...
0: Oh. Why they... I would have thought... The other thing to me would have like to win lives, perhaps, instead. Yeah. Lives, continues. Yeah. And lives. Stuff like that. Well, you can always continue it. There's no... Um, no limits of continues, yeah, Okay. There's no limits of continues. But you start back at lives, basically. It's got checkpoints in it. So life, you go back to the checkpoint. But when you die, die. You go right back to the start of the level. Okay. It wasn't for my fat, my my mouse had a wire attached to it last night. It would have been across the room last night. The good thing, like, was it <laughs> Yeah, God. it's good job that my wireless mouse is broken. That that's,
1: that's that. Otherwise, it would have been broken last night. Ah, the joys. I might have to find an Amiga Ray 500 emulator and just kind of find the original. And...
0: Yeah. Uh oh, about things is they've redone all the music. The new music is a lot worse than the original. When you play the original levels, you get the old music, which is so much better. I mean, it's just so much more inspired and better, whereas all the new
1: ones, the music all sounds the same. I was going to say, they just put dubstep on it. We sound so out of touch. We, <laughs> we do. <yeah. laughs> like, oh my God, we are so yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's just a little bit. But overall,
0: I think, so if, if you've played the original... Then yes, I'd say get it. How much is it? Six ninety nine. If you played the original, get it. If you've not played the original, then there's probably not a great deal there for you. Some of the interface is a bit obtuse. I couldn't figure out for a long time how to select worlds. Okay. okay, Because you have to use your mouse and drag them. I couldn't figure. Everything else you select using the arrow keys. And then for some reason that one thing they you decided to just switch click it click on it with the mouse and drag it across like sort of an iPhone interface. Like, you know, the old cover flow? Yeah, that's kind yeah, of trippy. To yeah, it took me a while. Oh, it does support joysticks. I was amazed. I put like, a joystick plugged in. I just went and touched it and it moved the frog. And you were like,
1: oh my god. Yeah, and then I tried playing with it and found it was impossible. You need to plug in an Xbox control pad. If you can find a wired Xbox control pad, it would be interesting to simply change the interface. <laughs> that's me spilling the floor because you mentioned Xbox and control pads. Yep. Sucks to be you, Steambox boy. Steam machine. I jump off a bridge. Seriously, I'm going to make every time this happens and I have to say that, the bridge is going to get higher. Oh, okay. And then soon oh. I'm just going to be able to get a GoPro and it, you will drop for hours. <laughs> you will be up in space. Yeah. Spacesuit, re enter, crispy, and probably nothing left at that point. Splat. But...
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Well, how could you splat? There's nothing left. Just in case, there's a little tiny. Oh, I okay. Just in case. Just in case, I've got to, the camera at least has to survive, yeah. the camera can go splat. Or that smash. Mean, well, I'm dead won't well, well, you, but the fact that the camera survived
0: is about, it's about well, What else am I going to put on
1: YouTube?
0: Well, there you go, Luke's <laughs> playing to murder me. If you like, I can give you the address of that
1: mine shaft again. <laughs> yeah, please do, Siri stopped telling me where you were going. <laughs> yeah, I had words with him. He was like, off. Yeah. Basically. I keep forgetting that when, when you use it to, so that it can understand the British accent, you have to have it as a dude.
0: Yes, I noticed that. And the thing is, my friend's got a um, Garmin sat-nav, and he's got a voice pack for it that basically reads up all the street names. Mm. It's the exact same voice. I mean, it is the exact same voice. What are you doing, Apple? <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. It must be some generic voice where they've got it from, but it's the exact same one.
1: Scary. Yeah. So Luke, what else have you been playing? Ugh, right. Pokemon. The mans uh, have recently released another game in the series. I don't know what generation it is. I can't remember how many bloody games there are in the series now. 80? Like mi- Probably. There's millions of Pukeymans now for you to catch. They have made the first 3D Pukyman game. Right. Uh, on the Nintendo 3DS. The idea is that it's supposed to bring back all of the kind of old school Pokemon fans from the like the very first and second generation of games by making it three D and completely different. The way that they've kind of brought back a lot of the old starter Pokemon. So the the idea is that as each generation comes out, you get all new Pokemon with all new evolutions and things. This time they've said, "Hey, look! Here's all the old ones. Now you can have them again and some new ones." Ooh. Ooh. Uh, in fairness, I didn't really. I don't really care that much for it. I mean, the normal Pokemon games way back in the day. For anyone that doesn't know what Pokemon is, the idea is that you're some random kid in a world where they decide that when your child becomes like, oh, I don't know, three, you just you just push them out of the door and say, hey, go on, go on a journey, go and and I've always wanted that. Go and tame wild animals. Use them to fight other animals yeah. that other people have caught all the random ones you find in the wild. Trap them in small balls and then go to each individual city that has a, a league gym where you can get a little reward for beating the crap out of their captured animals.
0: So it's child endangerment combined with animal cruelty. Yep. Excellent. So, yeah. what a lovely game to be Lane Youngster's play and teaches about the world around. them. It's
1: absolutely brilliant. And Perfect. there's always some really random evil organization out there trying to get more money or burn things well, must or something. Be
0: really evil. If if you, the child who's out by himself, who's capturing and forcing animals to fight each other, if they're evil, how bad must they be? Yeah, are you sure it's one of those games where you're actually playing the bad guy and the evil organisation is actually the good people? So I haven't managed
1: to figure that one out yet. I'm. Mm. I i have not actually seen much about these guys yet, but they're really the the villains in this game. Sarcastic yeah, quotes are um they're they're pretty um it's better. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say totally yeah it's, yeah it's, <laughs> it's 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 not a bad game, but the the old games you could breeze through them in about eight hours. So there were, there were eight kind of gym leaders badges that you could get, and then you take on the kind of champions of the sport or whatever, okay. and then all you'd have to do is kind of collect all of the, the animals and evolve them and all that kind of stuff, all the Pokemon. In this one, it's not eight hours. I've managed to burn 30 bloody hours in it, and I'm probably only now halfway through. Ouch! Uh, I think... No, I'm... Sorry, I might be saying, I'm 13 hours in. Oh, right. Inky, my wife, was 30 hours in. I don't know how they have managed to make you burn so much time. I've been talking to a couple of older Pokemon fans who have said, look, you could probably burn through the game in nine hours. I don't personally see it. Mm. I'm probably six badges in, 13 to 15 hours in. It's not one of those games where you could burn through quickly if you just go straight for all the, for lack of a bare phrase, story missions. There is no story in it. It's literally going from one, you know, gym one through eight, whilst tackling this evil organisation in between. There is, there's hardly anything to it, yet I've still managed to burn 13 hours and still not. For the first four, kind of, I I, I guess, missions or gyms or whatever you want to call it, trying to explain to people who don't play Pokemon, to get through the first four, that's what I burnt most of my time on, and I was really struggling with it. It wasn't a hard game, I was just like, I don't want to play it anymore because it's so slow. Mm-hmm. If this was any other Pokemon game, I'd have been halfway through by now. You're effectively
0: grinding, in a way. It, right? felt,
1: it felt like it. But the game is a lot easier, which is weird. It's a lot easier, but it seems like it was moving so much slower. But from four to six, it's been like, instant. So, I can't understand why it's. Personal games where it's. What you start
0: off with at the beginning is too low a level, low in abilities.
1: That, if it quickly. Unless you've got unlocked everything, you can now defeat things. Because you've got all the well, abilities you need. Let's put it this way. But in the older games, by the time you got to gym 3, you could pretty much curb stomp people, you could one shot people. Still pretty much the same can be said about this game. I just don't understand what's taking so long. Because it's not like the world is huge. It looks great for a 3DS game, for a portable game. The music's pretty nice. The graphics are nice. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting... I'm too old. Pokemon lost me after the second generation of games. Just... mm, Eh. I remember...
0: I don't know how crap this was, but didn't they used to make Pokemon like... Each game had several versions, like Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red. Yeah, they,
1: they're, so they've done that, again, with this one. So you had Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Right, and well, then, What is the actual difference between them? All right, the idea is to capture, train, collect, and trade, and battle with other people. Do you remember the virtual pet craze? Uh, years and years ago, though, back in the 90s, I guess, like early 90s and mid-90s. Pokemon was basically that for... Game Boys, yeah. and so if you had the red version of the game, you could say collect majority of the Pokemon, say minus an exclusive fifteen that were available on the other one, and then you'd have to meet up with a friend. Or it was kind of like a schoolyard game, I guess, where they were expecting but they had to have, you'd have to make sure your friend got a different color game to you. Yes, which was a bit of a problem because apparently a lot of people didn't get that and decided to buy both versions.
0: I was going to say, yeah, well, once you buy both versions, so sort of... So, did it... Was it always a computer game, or did it start like a trading
1: card game? No, it is? started off as a video game, then it became a trading card game, and a cartoon, and movies, and more games, and extra... Like, loads of different little spin-offs, and virtual pets, and...
0: So, the different versions, do they have, like, different Pokémon's in them, presumably? Yes, so... So do they not does how they balance that. So is there like out the free is the red version the one with the best pokemon no, that's the case. They'll be can you just buy that.
1: There are only say 15 to 20 exclusive pokemon on each right. version. So the idea is just to trade those 15 otherwise it's exactly the same. You'll have the same three starters in both versions. So when you start your quest you get to pick one of three in pretty much every game. And those will be the same in both versions. It's just at some point or another, little things will change. Yeah. Like, I think it was in Generation 3, Pokemon fans are gonna kill me. I think that was Ruby and Sapphire. The villains changed. So the bad guys were a different organization. Right. So yeah. they had different motives. Um, legendaries, which are the, the, the kind of the tough nut, old school Pokemon of, you know, Stone Age times or whatever, the Pokemon of Legends. Or the one-offs. Wouldn't it have just been easier just to have, like, as you
0: unlock Pokemons, it's, like, randomly picked for you, and then what you randomly get, you can then just trade with other
1: people? Mm, yeah, but they can't sell that. Well, they've
0: made the version of the game, though, don't they?
1: You I'm, can... not po- I'm not a Pokemon fan. I never was. It's, it's not a bad game. If you're a Pokemon fan of old and you have a 3DS, get it, try it. You know, it's it's worth it's worth playing through. I might actually warm up to it and like it once I kind of get back into it. Like I said, the first I was really blown away by it for the first say four hours of the game, but after it started to kind of wear off, the kind of oh wow, shiny change is different. It wasn't all that fun because it felt like a grind because I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere yeah. fast like I would in the older games. And then when things started to kind of the pace started to pick up again, I was like, "Oh, hey, this is this is not that bad." I have a funny feeling that it may die off for me again pretty quick. Yeah. But we'll see. It's got tons of new features in it because now we've got Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. So you don't you can like your console can connect to the internet before you to have to sit next to someone with a connection cable, and um, you know trade and all that kind of stuff. But now you can do it over the internet. Loads of new features, loads of new mini games, and all that kind of balls. If you're a fan of Pokemon, give it a go. My wife seems to like it, a couple of my friends seem to like it. It's funny that the target audience for Pokemon games is supposed to be like, I don't know. Ten-year-old Yeah, children. like ten-year-olds, and most people I know that play Pokemon are you know, 20s to, late 20s to 30s. Why? So. Oh, because they don't want to remember it. Yeah, they're not They're not really kind of hitting a new audience <laughs> with it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they're on TV anymore. I've never seen them on TV, I don't know if they are. I think they still are. Are they? Well, I don't watch television very much, so I don't Does know. Does anyone?
1: No, I suppose not. Cut the cable. Just watch what you want, when you want. But that's another story. Yep. What else right. are you even playing?
0: Well, it has been. It's also been Halloween,
1: yes. which I hear is
0: a big holiday in America. And I um and Steam has been having a Halloween sale, and so I bought
1: Amnesia: The Machine for Pigs, but i t- I've not played it yet. so that will be a future podcast. That's discussion. the game made by the guys behind Dear Esther, right? I have no idea. Horrible game. It's not really a game. Well, we'll see in a few weeks. We'll see. The, the up, amnesia, uh, I'm sure, is a game, but the rest of was we'll, we'll
0: see in a... Uh, I think you're right, actually. We'll see in a month's time once I've had a chance to play it, because that's my whole game over Christmas. Marvellous.
1: Horror game um, over Christmas. You've got to have
0: a game over Christmas. Whole game over Christmas. Last, month, last year was Thief. This year's going to be Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Yeah, sure. What more? You know, it leads to tidying and joy and lovely and being murdered. We'll, well make more. a video of it. Yes good so but on there is also that was reduced the price but there's also one game called ghostmaster
1: okay
0: and that it was reduced down to 79p why well this is a very old game okay so what's wrong is that like 349 uh, to be fair it's not too bad i remember it was one of those games i've been playing a demo of back you used to get demos of games back sort of in the days sort or of 2003 4 i think it was originally released Okay, and I played the demo I thought oh this is quite interesting, but the demo didn't make to do it was well Demos didn't get a good enough job of explaining exactly what you were doing. So I played the demo. I thought, well, oh, that's interesting and it's like it's all got like put back in mind that if I saw it cheap enough, I'd buy it, but because it never really sort of took off right, I never really got a good market. I don't know if the company made it, did anything else afterwards. I don't recognize them I don't recognize their name anymore. I can't tell you even now I can't remember. Really well, <laughs> don't really care, I don't really care. Um, I don't we took off quite right, so I never ever saw it, but I saw on Steam, I thought, well, well, 74, 79p, I might as well give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Download that, so basically, it's a strategy game, where you play the bad guy, bit like, Pokemon, one, bit one. like Pokemon. Yeah, um, <laughs> you play
1: <Peter. laughs>
0: Yeah. So, you are a Ghost Master. And what you do is you've got a team of ghosts, and your job is to scare people out of the
1: house, out of the houses, these buildings, and so forth. reminds me of a Sega Mega Drive game, I think. I can't, for the life of me, remember what it was called. But it's quite interesting because your ghosts you've got. Uh,
0: for starters, you can't. You have to bind them to something. You can't just put them in the house anywhere. To bind them, some and they have different sort. Of, they call them fetters. I'm sure yeah. there's some sort ghost binding things. Okay. I don't know much about the paranormal. So, for example, you have one who's got an electricity fetter. So he can bind to anything that's electronic, but he couldn't bind to, say, water. The have one who's a water fetter who can bind to water. And you've got like ones and that's quite sort of well-versed. So, for example, the air fetters can bind not just to well, air, they can also bind to things like bicycle wheels because they've got air in them. Okay. And so forth. It's quite cool. You bind them, then you have to make them scare the people. And all through this, you have this resource called um, Plasma. No, it's not. Is it Plasma? Yeah, Plasma. It's called Whatever. Plasma. So it it's it's not, is. not pronounced about Plasma, but I've always called Plasma. Which basically is, is how much fear is being generated. And you can only generate your every power you use a ton of a Plasma. It's not like a repeating resource that like you use up like mana on most games. It's just like... You can spend up to 200 plasma. You can have two ghosts, each using 100 each, and they'll use 100 each constantly. And as long as it's, they're getting more people, are getting more, and more scared, it will go up, and you won't run out. But if you want to have, say, a third ghost in there, you can't. You've you've spent your 200 plasma already. You can't. You've got to get rid of one before you put a new one in. Okay. So you get more plasma when scaring people. So to be fair, initially it's quite tricky. You have to sort of pick your target. Who you're going to scare. So you look for one who's got the lowest sort of fear, sort of terror rating, the ones easiest to scare. You pick on them. If you're lucky, you can find out their fear. And if you've got a ghost, who like, for example, say someone's scared of burning, you can get a ghost who like can like generate an inferno. You can put them, in there and then that will really terrify them. And once you've scared them off, you get more plasma, you can then call more powerful spirits, and gradually work it up, and gradually scare your body off. That's your most common mission. But it's got some very interesting sort of puzzle-style missions. Um. Okay. okay, so let me give you an example. I had a house that, and the story I was given was that an old lady lived there, and she like having people round, and what she used to do was put arsenic in her tea. Okay. As you do. And she'd hid the bodies throughout the house. Oh, nice old baggage. Yes. My mission wasn't to scare a body away, it was to get the people living there to find the bodies. So... Let's say you yeah, had one, for example. Now, there's these, these what they call restless spirits, who are these ghosts who are basically sort of trapped somewhere. And you can you have to do a little puzzle to free them. So, there's one, for example, on the roof. And he's, there, he's an aerial electrician. And he got trapped there when she found the disaster succeed. So he was trapped in a chimney. His body was trapped in a chimney, so he couldn't go anywhere. So, I found this ghost who could attach to earth. His fetter was earth and one of the things you could do is thump the ground like a little mini earthquake so I attached it I found a pot plant because it had earth in it attached it to that on the roof and then thump the ground which caused this guy's corpse to fall out of the chimney goes down the chimney but they doesn't go all the way down to it it's just gone all further down so I need to find a way to get people to know he's in there so downstairs in the living room I get another ghost and I bind him in there and he's got one which is called cold cold feeling. I'm going to cast that, so the room goes cold. So because it's cold, the occupants think oh, I'll put the fire on. They put the fire on, of course it can't, the smoke can't get away because it's blocked full of this dead guy's corpse.
1: Which one, I thought it would have been
0: from the boy. You would have thought there. so, but apparently not. Okay. So they then call in a, for some reason they call him some sort of engineer, mechanic, guy who comes to fix a fire with a wrench, because that's obviously how you fix blocked fire chimneys, sort of, of, of course. Uh, who goes, he looks underneath the fire, finds this dead body, his dead then body, then calls in the police. The police,
1: police. nick the family and they get drank. Well,
0: no, you see, this is, this is, I'm not sure quite what world they live in, these people, but police come in and they find this one dead body, they look at it and they say, hmm, might be a coincidence, and go away. So you have to find another dead body, yes, you have to find another, co- again, to find another corpse. To get the police to come back again a second time to complete the mission, it's a bit so it's a bit of a puzzle game as well. There's never where you have to like get people to, to help people form an occult ritual, but you can't do it too directly because if you like make it too overt, you're doing you'll scare them off because oh, they get okay. scared of seeing a ghost. You sort of like, like you there's a the book was buried underneath like a trapdoor, so you get your thumping ghost to uncover the trapdoor, so they'll go downstairs and then. You quickly sort of get another ghost who has telekinesis to move the book so they can see it. It's all quite direct. You can't like say move book or anything. It's just like you put in the room and just trust the power to do what you need to do. Fair enough. I mean, it's okay. I'm glad I didn't spend like thirty quid on it when it came out because I wouldn't have spent that on it. It totally makes you think of if it was an indie game. I think yeah, it's quite interesting, quite unusual, probably worth a look. As it's done by proper developer and publisher, maybe not really that good, but it's only about, th- even off the seller, is only about three quid on Steam. Might be worth a look, you might find some enjoyment out of it, but I wouldn't say it's worth that much money, but it's alright. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough, Fair enough Clement. Brilliant. Good. Well, I think we can move on to stuff we're looking forward to. Now, looking at our, not that we have any plans for this show obviously, but looking at our notes, um, you're a bit light in there. Yeah. I think it's nothing. basically...
1: You've got nothing he's looking forward to. He's a miserable old man. Other than... I got sucked into the Wii U Zelda edition. You talked about a couple months ago. Yeah. Podcast. Well, they've now... Because I bought the I didn't get... Right. A lot of people are buying 3DSs because they want to play Pokemon. Nintendo released a Pokemon 3DS XL for people to be like, Woo, and buy a 3DS because nintendo are probably going to go the way of sega within the next 50 years or something stupid whatever they've gone bloody released a zelda 3ds xl the extra large 3ds i already have the collector's edition zelda 3ds now they're releasing a bloody an extra large one with the new game that's coming out and I'm all like, oh no, now I'm going to have to go out and buy a 3DS (laughs) X because there's a Zelda edition. That's all I'm looking forward to. Don't really care about much else at the minute. Not that I really care that much about the XL either. Uh, Okay, so, well, I've got a couple of things. Now,
0: technically, this first, this first one we're looking forward to is Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut. Technically, that's not what we're really looking forward to because it's actually already out. But I've not played it yet, so I'm right. looking forward to it. So I've not played it yet. Um, now, did you ever play the original Deus Ex Human Revolution?
1: No, but I got it. I got uh, it, but never got a okay. chance to actually sit down and play it. I heard it was pretty good. It is a really good game.
0: It's a proper sort of... Way by, it's one of those games I mentioned briefly last podcast. Maybe I was Montreal who we were reading Thief. I was really nervous about Game Deus Ex, because the first Deus Ex, back in 1999, was a fantastic game. Brilliant game. Never finished it. Never finished it. No, I've done it about five times. Love that game. So, i just fair to say you're a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. They then... There was a sequel to it called Invisible War, which... People said that sucked. It didn't... Right, it... It wasn't a good Deus Ex sequel. If it wasn't called Deus Ex Invisible War, if it was just a no, just, you know, science fiction shooter, it would, people would have liked it. And of course, it was a. As I said, it was a Deus Ex sequel. People hated it because basically all, it took all that made Deus Ex good and threw it away. Yeah, apparently it got really, 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 really hyped and therefore was like, oh, yeah. it was fucking shit. You lost basically all. Deus Ex, so you had like RPG mechanics, Deus Ex, gone. You had weapons, for example, on Deus Ex, obviously, usually like all different ammo and so forth. That was gone. Every weapon used the same ammo resource, which they sort of said, "Well, that means if you like, if you," they said, "like, well, what the idea is that these nanobots form to whatever weapon type you need, from anything from a bullet to an exploding rocket, whatever you want." The trouble with that idea is, a nice idea. The trouble is, it's all well and good until you run out of ammo. You run out of ammo for everything. Aye which to me a couple of times mm. that was a bit of a mistake they the big draw about the original deus ex was you could augment yourself with altments uh, with strangely enough that gave you extra so you could like lift stuff and you could
1: upgrade them to get more stronger that wasn't a very good example you could lift stuff <laughs> one second check this out everyone I'm lifting my mouth heavy stuff
0: or you could like for example I had one which was um Cloak, which meant I was invisible to people. So, the an invisibility. And uh, there's another one, which is made you invisible to cameras and bots. Two separate... So you had to pick which one you are going to have. We need those. We do. We need to one that's invisible to Siri. Yep. Well, in fairness, we just need something that makes
1: us invisible to the British government.
0: Yeah. So, as the um, US aren't involved. No okay. They always they are. They always are. So, you have these two... Uh, you have these arguments and so forth, but basically... The second you had one for about ten or oh, about eight different parts of your body you could fit augments to and you could have a variety of choices with invisible war you had six slots and it didn't matter what in, in the original Deus Ex, you had one for like your head one for your legs and the leg one you put an appropriate leg related things like move faster or move stealthily but you could only pick one or the other what they did for Invisible War was, say, ah, oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You simply can have whatever argument you want anywhere. There's no body part location. You just have so six. So you can stick it to your forehead and run incredibly fast now and well, be incredibly quiet. You, ha- you just had slots. You had six slots. You could put whatever you wanted in. Blame. So you dropped, they dropped that from the Invisible War. It was all a little like that. They basically took a lot of big mistakes and ruined it. But it wasn't that bad a game, really. It wasn't that bad. So bad if it was a, a
1: standalone... Game. If, it, wasn't, if it, was it was its own thing, yeah, it would be. It all been right. All right. Yeah, it there's a lot of games like that. But there for are. I've
0: like, just drawn a blank and can't Silent Hill 4 Homecoming. Uh, Silent Hill 4 The Room. There you go. There you go. And that's what I think did that in. So Days of Future Resolution, Very nervous, but come last year, really good. They'd really gone back to the original game. Resolved. Well. They obviously loved, loved the game because that was a modern take on game. They had a few compromises. Uh, to pilcrow see the head says to the console people so you had like a cover system. Yeah, cover yeah. based shooters for the one. Cover based shooters. There the is only one. There is a
1: cover based shooter I kind of like though. What one, one? Army of Two.
0: Yeah, but that's uh, not, I, I kind, kind of like your whole half your room is decorated in Army of Two memorabilia.
1: Yeah, and and the other horrible thing about me being a big fan of Army of Two is that it's by EA. Oh. Yeah. Oh I forgot to think about it. I feel a bit dirty every time I praise yeah. every time I praise my little kind of my little temple. Every yeah. time I go over there and start every time you sort of aim towards, do you have to sort of kneel towards the EA head office? <laughs> it's like everything everything is kind of lined in just such a way uh, Don't fuck it up, EA. <laughs> they will though, EA.
0: So whoever should come out. It, it basically they took the things so for example you had like a grid based inventory you could drag and drop things in you had keypads you had to type in the number rather than you know sort maybe putting it in for you yeah. little things like that had some bad bits though it had boss battles in it which in the original yeah, Deus Ex I X, remember
1: people complaining about in it the, the
0: original lot. Deus Ex you could sneak around the bosses and find other ways to deal with them it had bosses in it as well but you could deal with them different ways Human Revolution basically you had to kill them Firefight. Yeah. Okay. What they've done now in Directed's Cut they've reworked them all and they've made it possible and I mean they've like rebuilt the areas put like extra vents in, turrets, computers and so forth. It's now possible to beat all the bosses without firing a shot.
1: Okay, that's cool. They uh, brought that
0: back, yeah. Okay. They've also added in eight hours worth of commentary which I like in games. It's like I like also commentary in games. Valve did it quite often with all their games. You can go through, you play it through once, and then you can go through a game with commentary switched on, you get these little nodes, and you activate them, and then you'll just get someone from Valve, you know, even an animator, level designer, programmer, or some of the voice actors will talk you through some of the stuff they did, why they
1: did it this way. That's, that's really interesting. I hate to say I'm going to sound like such a traitor to the PC Master Race, but I haven't really played many Valve games, outside of, well, Portal. Pulled had commentary mode. It? Yeah, I'd never bother with it.
0: Well, it's it's very interesting. You want to learn about game design? It's interesting to listen to because they talk you about uh, some sort of the compromises they make, how they wire on levels certain ways. If you play Half Life, Half Life Episode One had a commentary in.
1: I haven't beaten Half Life. Oh,
0: right. Half Life Episode Two, Episode One had a commentary, and they explained. Oh, we put this bit in here because we found through playtesting that, that people get a bit fatigued. So we put something different to give them a chance to relax down. And it's really quite insightful to level how level games are designed, actually. It's really interesting. So about commentary, I don't know how it actually works. So I've not played it yet, so I don't know how the commentary is going to work. You also get a documentary. They've also done a few other things like... Well, i am actually got my tasty scroll notes. They've improved some of the graphical... Um, bits but they have improved the graphics slightly obviously you can't do a lot because it only came out a couple of years ago so you can't do a great deal of improvement it's so 4k ultra hd yeah now here's a nice thing actually if you've got it on steam and you own the because basically there's another there's a piece of dlc called the missing link they released but it's not really proper dlc because it actually downloaded as a separate game so it ties in with part of the game where there's a part where you basically go unconscious and then the original game you go unconscious and then you wake up a few days later. The Missing Link fills that bit in. So basically it's a regular weekend now. Yeah. It fills that bit in for you. So all you have to do if you want to like play the proper soy in the game, of the DLC, was play through the game until you get up to the bit where you get knocked out, save it... Quit the game and then run the Missing Link game separately and play through it. They've now integrated that into the Dredger's Cut. That's all integrated, it's all together. Okay, so okay. it's all a nice one kind of piece deal. Yeah, that's good. Less hoops to jump through. And this is the really good thing: if you own on Steam Dare Sex Human Revolution, you get a discount Dredger's Cut because you can't buy the other two anymore. You get a discount on it. It balls on angle. Oh, where's my mouse? There it there is. is. If you own the Deus Ex Missing Link DLC as well as Human Revolution, you get even bigger discount. So it's at the moment it's normally um, it's normally twelve ninety nine. I got it for three forty nine, oh. which is, I think I because I was a bit I won't lie, I was a bit annoyed about having to pay
1: twelve ninety nine for a game that I already owned. I'm now curious. As to what do I actually own it on? Because apparently it's not on uh, magical PC. Are you sure you got it? Oh yeah, I've got it. No, why? Well, it might actually be on on live. Ah, could that be. might be one of the games I got free with on live. It wasn't on, on live. Yeah, that would probably be where I've got it. All right.
0: So if you don't own it, so if you do own those two, it's worth getting for three point nine. Is I have I've not played it. I'm gonna look. That's one as well to have a playthrough, have a scene, see how good it is. See how good but, it is. But yeah, if you if you haven't got it, you're gonna pay 12.99 for it. And it turns out they pulled a fee Four and uh, yeah, fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. The other one I'm looking forward to is The Walking Dead Season Two. The Walking Dead is by
1: Telltale.
0: Oh, I've it, heard of it. Yeah, it's an adventure game. Point and click adventure game? Well, no, that's a
1: lie. It's a
0: it's, it's a, a quick time event game. Uh, it's a quick. No, a like like it's not point and click. You do move around. It has got quick time events in it. But I tell you what, they're the only quick time events I've ever played that I've actually enjoyed. They they they're so interactive quick time. So for example, what you'll get is you're getting attacked by a zombie, and then all of a sudden you'll get your mouse and you'll have like and you'll have to move it over. The right part on me to click the mouse to attack it, which is sort of quick time, sort of not, but it's it sort of, it's it's done very cinematically. It's also got unlike like other games where you'd have to, like, switch between like, eight different keyboard controls. All the quick time events use in the default mode use Q and E. You alternate between Q and E. Right. That's it. Every quick time event uses the same controls. You don't have to worry about anything else. That's
1: it's. Think because that was uh, done in episodes wasn't yep, it, it was and then they re-released it as a disc a single game for the consoles yes, which I, apparently wasn't very good I have some no problems. idea I believe we have the Playstation 3 okay. version of it
0: they did what they called Walking Dead Season 1 and that was in 5 episodes and they were done as proper episodes, like a TV serial. Right. So each one had a distinct theme, plot throughout it. There was a running arc behind them. You play as a character called Lee, who's actually, and you start the game. You're a convict. You're being sent to prison. You've just been sent to prison for murdering the lover of your ex, well, now ex-wife. You quite having a fair. You murdered her lover. Normal stuff. Normal stuff. But you're you get you're driving along in a police car and the police officer ends up see somebody walks out in front of me ends up hitting them and you have a massive crash. Get out of the police car, eventually find your way to this house and you come across this little girl called Clementine.
1: Uh, bikes, who's, here we go.
0: Right? Nah. Who's lost her parents or you know she's lost her parents, you don't tell her that. To the zombies up in, they've been on holiday, and you know that she's lost her parents. Right. You know? And you take her under your ring, and it's she's not a liability at all because there's no s. It's not an escort mission. There's no s. There's no parts to it. The way it's set up, you're it, just supposed to be like, oh look, now I'm attached to this kid. Now she's going to die or I something. tell you
1: what, actually, don't they do the characterization is excellent. I have seen some clips from the games. I have yeah. never. Played them. I have been tempted to, but then I'm not really all that interested in the series. Series, yeah. What's this? What the TV series? Yeah.
0: Well, it seems a bit confusing. There's a TV series which is based on a comic book. Yeah. Okay. The game is also based on the comic book, but very, very cleverly, they basically they based it on the comic. They went their own continuity. Bad bits about it. As you go through the game, you get to make choices and decisions, but the general way the game plays is the same. So your decisions will only affect a short-term solution. So, I'll give you an example: you have to make a decision to leave a character behind or take them with you. Whatever decision you make, will by the end of the game, within a few minutes, your lost character at the same your your character anyway. But well, the no. reason for losing them will be di- the reason it's is different. Di- different, yeah. You can't try it. The other thing about it bad points Achievements. Oh All right. no, 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 no. Not yes. achievements. It's achievements of playing the game. Achievements. Oh, I played the game through on one playthrough on every
1: achievement. That's fine, but I just, I hate achievements. I agree, I'm not a fan of achievements. I hate and achievements, I hate trophies, I hate whatever it is they call them when they bolt them into games. A lot of people I know love achievements and trophies. Hey, look at that, so much stuff. No, it fucking doesn't. It's annoying, and if you do randomly decide to play multiplayer, you just want to go to someone's house and beat them to death, because you'll always find that little bastard 12-year-old that's after the grenade kill achievement, and it will be standing yeah. there all game, doing the one thing over and over again until he gets it. Yeah, achievements. I think
0: the original idea of achievement was, and it's bastardized basically, it was for if you actually play the game, you're meant to you get just, uh, the you achievements over time. Unlock. Yeah,
1: but what unfortunately happens is people just game them to get them. Yeah, they're achievement farming. So yeah. 12 headshots was like 50. I can remember one game, the first game I think I played with achievements and it was Perfect Dark Zero, which is already a bad choice for the Xbox 360. So they had things like 50 headshots with sniper rifle, 50 pistol kills, 100 whatevers, blah, 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 grenade kills, all that kind of stuff. And you'd go online, and all you would see is, rather than people trying to get them over time, because obviously they stack up, so they say you, let's say you play the game for like six weeks online, and yeah. you unlock all the achievements. You would jump into the game, you'd kick the shit out of some little noob kid, and um, you know he's, he's going to be going for the pistol kills, or the sniper kills, or the grenade kills. You'd lay waste to the little bastard, or he'd waste you, whichever, and then he would do the same thing again, and again, and again, and you'd know that he'd just dinged that achievement because his weapon would change. Yeah, he'd then go for the rocket kills or something yeah. like that. You just like look, just play the fucking game.
0: The trouble I think the mistake Xbox made was the fact they tied to they introduced your gaming score and tied achievements to it. So there was actually a reason to get them to improve your game score. As soon as you do that, people want to get. As soon as you have a number that can go up, people want to get it. Yeah. At least, meaner. at least on something like Steam, your achievements don't really give you anything. I still don't see the point. Honestly, Especially the point, not on Steam. I don't get it. But I've. I can sort of see, it's nice to sort of, like, for example, you, like, say, dare Ex, you do something, I did something in dare Deus I thought was right, and I got a little treatment that sort of reflected that, and I thought, oh, that's all right, that's
1: nice. But sort the, of the game is supposed to make you feel like you've done something yeah. right, you shouldn't have to have a little... Fuck. Oh. the ones I don't like are the ones where you get for just playing the game. They're actually the ones I prefer, because there's no way that some little bastard can spoil the game.
0: True, but I just don't see the point. of it. it's not, a,
1: I work. don't see the Congratulations. point. Congratulations, you've completed a level. Well done. Oh, good. I've done what I'm meant to do. But then, what is the point of having achieved it, That's the whole thing. Though. There, is, the, any point there to is no it. point. There is no, so no point. To just it. just get rid of them, They're please. Truthful. Get rid of them. Well, Forever. unfortunately, I, thought, I think too many people like them for them to be got rid of. Go back in time, find whoever came up with the idea. Gone. I can't, I, I cannot stand achievements i can't stand trophies i know people that actually take time out of their day just to get platinum trophies or 100% achievements so they're like oh yeah man i'm you know i'm 100% in these games so i can get this score or this level it's like why yeah. just why if, you're, if you if you don't want to play the game on whatever difficulty to start with or to do whatever anyway why bother? I mean, look, I can remember when I used to play, you know, games on Xbox and, and and PC and PlayStation. We didn't have achievements, but we still found other things to do. We didn't need achievements to encourage us to fuck around in the game. No. But apparently, you know, this generation of gamers is fucking dumb, and it just makes me angry. <laughs> they if need was, to be if led. If I
0: was going to make an achievement for. If I was going to put achievements in my game. What it would be it'd be just the one achievement, and you get the game, you run it, and as soon as the menu screen pops up, it would say, congratulations, you know how to switch a game on. One achievement, a thousand points. Done. Just
1: done. done, There you go, a thousand points, that's your achievement. I could have mentioned Neptunia had a start new game achievement, exactly. Did it? Yeah, which was great. I was like, it came up in the top corner, I was like, ding, you've got an achievement. I was like, the fuck what have I done and I was like you've just started a new quest so I was
0: like "Whoa, give us one achievement for completing the tutorial I
1: don't remember that one do
0: know, do... as soon as you complete the tutorial you get an achievement it's like well I'd hope I would be able to complete the tutorial <laughs> that'd be really Who, funny if that's the what then. little kid up there needs so if well done little Timmy you completed the tutorial there you go gg little guy, gg there you go <laughs> anyway I didn't mention about the actual walking dead season 2 right it's gone what's the damage Damage. Well, they've not released much information about it. It sucks. No, it's gonna. It's not gonna suck. I don't think it is. It's gonna take all your decisions you made in the first. And it's gonna import them over. Oh woo! I haven't seen that before. No, <sighs> hey, it's a nice touch. I like that sort of thing. It's, it's adding to my continuity. Oh, God.
1: <sighs> right, oh, I'm no. into
0: character Ab. Uh, this time you play the game as Clementine, as uh. a nine year old girl. Oh, that's God. that's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna I'm retreat to see how it comes out. I've, I've, I have faith in them.
1: Just kill me now. I have faith in them. Christ's sake, just kill me now. The Walking Dead. The zombies, but we can't call them. Get the fuck off. Actually, not probably for the
0: entire game, no one mentions the cause of Yes,
1: because they can't, because they're crap. No one cares, it's a shit series. Fucking. Like, look, the Walking Dead is one of those series that gets shoved down your throat and up your ass. Just kind of like how people shove Breaking Bad down people's throats.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: fine. Good stuff. But just f- fuck off. Okay? Yeah. It's... <clears throat> okay, The talking about trophies and achievements hasn't helped me any here. No. <laughs> just slightly angry. <laughs> okay. You may like the game. Just please, everyone, just shut up about it, please. But yes, there'll be a second one you'll enjoy, it. you'll love it. Tell me about yeah. it when I care. Okay. <laughs> huh. well, okay I'll uh. put, I will put it in the show notes.
0: I was going to say, let me know when you care about it so I can do it. Okay. Okay. That'll be in the other news section. Lucas decided to care about <laughs> things that I finally give
1: a crap about.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Uh, so, moving on to other news. Any other news you'd like to discuss? Oh, Christ. Other you news. You a choice
1: now. We do. I'm actually looking at the notes.
0: I know. We don't have notes. No, no, it's all off the fly. No, this is all off the fly. You know what I mean? It pretty much is. I mean,
1: we've got like three words written here and then we managed to like branch off into everything else. Yeah, pretty much. It's great. Best podcast ever. I am so glad we end up doing one of these a week. Yeah, it would be pretty traumatic, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, look, people would have to spend their entire week listening to it constantly. Yeah. It would be like an audiobook, an unabridged version of the Bible <laughs> in audio form. Oh my god, that'd be insane. Which, by the way, exists. What? The Bible in audio form? Unabridged. In full. From start to finish. How long would that take to listen to? I have no idea. I think it was like 19 hours it was on Audible. Actually, it's not as long as I thought. Uh, seriously, if anyone wants to find out you the You could numbers, do that in a
0: day. You could listen to the entire fullness of God's words
1: in a day. I think I would rather jump off a bridge. Mm. In a day? What, drop off a bridge? Well, you could easily die in a day, couldn't you? Bridge, Jumping off like, a bridge in doesn't a, doesn't a day. It doesn't take that long at all. Let's see which, which one is more exciting. <laughs> I'm, seriously, if it comes to. Right, you have to listen to it over time. Or listen to it all in a day and then jump off a bridge. Or jump off a bridge. I think I'd take the option of jumping off a bridge. I I could not listen to the whole thing in a day. That would uh-huh. be quite traumatic. <laughs> yeah. Probably as much as the Walking Dead. Perhaps we could do let's play on it. Oh my <laughs> a let's play <laughs> on the Bible. That's there are a lot of Bible games that look actually Yeah educational. They're all, they're all Bible universally games. bad. Yes. It's, so you know, we're getting something here, you know. The, the Bible, listening to the whole, listening to the whole thing in a day, is. Pretty I might give that a go. I've never
0: read the Bible, so I might listen to it in
1: a day. You is he crazy? crazy. We have to lock him away or something. There's something wrong with you, dude. First the Walking Dead. Now you're going to listen to the Bible? Oh, Walking Dead. I like Walking Dead. Did you actually so to put the entire Bridge thing in? This is the thing that terrifies me, okay? I think to myself, right, there's an audiobook of the Bible, and I've gone completely off-topic here, but... Sorry. Uh, there's an audiobook of the Bible. In digital form, it's going to be pretty meaty, but it's not going to matter, cause it's hard drive space. Yeah. What the hell happens when you put it on physical media? Because I've heard... I always remind... It reminds me of that time in The Simpsons, where I think Homer pulls the the audiobook of the Bible off of a shelf, yeah. and it looks like a book, but he opens it up and it's full of tapes. It's got like, yeah. a couple of tapes in it. So... How many actual bloody tapes would that be? Imagine how well, thick that would be.
0: Well, a tape used to hold, what, 45 minutes? Was that, on a tape? Or was it 90 minutes to a tape? Uh,
1: 90, I
0: think, maybe. 90. So if it's 19 hours long, that's, 90. that's an hour and a half, three hours. Goes into that six times. You need sort of 12... 13
1: tapes. That's a
0: hell of a lot of tapes. 13 is a lucky number, which is a good number of tapes for a Bible. Audio <laughs> audio. Well, I don't, I don't think 30, it actually mentions 13 in there anywhere. Well,
1: yeah. We're right. going to have to check. Someone check. Yeah, someone check. Re- I'll
0: listen to the Bible and audio
1: book from when I report back next month. <laughs> Seriously, if you listen to the whole thing in a month, I would... wow. I'll be quite scared. <laughs> I've, gonna... got, I've got a day off next week. Coming from a guy that looks like Jesus, that's that's yeah, scary. Yeah. If you are the second coming we're in deep trouble. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, I never left. It's just I got kind of bored and oh, right, yeah. I found video games and and we started let's plays yeah. instead of spreading God's word. Alcohol and women. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You guys so, don't need saving. You came up with all good stuff already. Yeah. Fair enough. Just saying. Now someone's going like some God Squad members going to come and kill me. then. Yeah, I have no problem now. with you know. What's that t- that um.
0: Church in America that's like really racist, oh and, um, and homophobic
1: and, that again? who basically like just sort are horrible. The ones that the, the guys that protested, I can't remember I'm I really glad I don't they, remember. They
0: gave a British, I think it was Russell Howard or some sort of British community. They gave him, he went, he met some of them and they gave him a um, letter, some sort of post that says, I'm like, oh, you old Five lover. And he says, the thing is, to me, it means I like cigarettes,
1: which is true. Didn't they make a... Make? I'm pretty sure that someone bought a house across the street from this place. Was it Westboro Baptist or something yes, like that? Yes, I think you're right. I can't believe I remember that. So what, have I, what have I forgotten to remember that? What important information have I thrown away to remember <laughs> that? Code? code. Oh, my God. I hope I haven't. <laughs> How else am I going to beat contra? Anyway... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure someone bought a house across the street from this place and then they painted it in, in rainbow colours. Oh uh, I thought that was a brilliant troll. That was like, like that's that's really expensive troll as well. That's two thumbs up yeah. for who the hell ever did that? That's yeah. brilliant. That is ultimate trolling beyond my level. What you want is then turned to a place to do some conduct civil partnerships. Oh man, do it! Seriously, if that, if that place hasn't been burned to the ground by the gods, corn, nah, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> anyway, Anyway, Back <laughs> to back to other news. And uh, um, just confirm the fact on the Bible that Nick has spewed out, and and figure out how long the audiobook is. Yeah, I will not be listening. I think I actually own it. Why do you own that? I don't know. I was look.
0: Did, I can't, did I, you
1: get a free? Because you geez Did you get a free copy sent to you? It's like sort of like publisher deal. That's pretty much how it works. Oh, fair enough. You know, <laughs> my name is in it, so. All right. Why not? So, I'll check later. <laughs> I probably have though, because I was bored. That's the thing when you get credits and you haven't got anything to kind of spend them on. You just buy random stuff. But because normally they, they charge you more based on the length of the book, and I want to know how much it costs. <laughs> but it was one credit, so why not, right? Um, okay, so... Something that we were going to talk about in the games we've been playing section, that we mentioned in the last podcast... Yes. Uh, oh. This isn't really hardware and other news, this is kind of more of a flashback, but... It's I'm a
0: combination.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a hardware issue. So, we mentioned that we were going to play through Rain.
0: Yes, so you're probably wondering where our video of
1: Rain is. Brilliant PlayStation 3 exclusive. No I reason. quite enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and I hate the consoles. Yeah, which is crazy. A gorgeous game.
0: Beautiful style. star Emma I called it? You... No, I disagree. What? That was clearly not a dream. Sorry, spoilers. That was clearly not a dream. That was a bloody that dream. That was not a dream. It's a dream. That was not a. Clearly not because the little girl had the same one. It's not possible, is it? They're all seeing some sort of interdimensional
1: world. Look, seriously, dude. I want oh, my 50p. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd try and talk him away, haven't you? It's not a dream. Seriously, dude. It wasn't it... not a dream. Clearly, that was. Coming from the guy that likes Metal Gear Solid 3? not taking this. Not having it. Anyway, it was it a good a game and we had uh, minor technical difficulties. Well, it was quite a major technical difficulty to be fair. Yeah, I almost wanted to cry by it the end yeah. so, of the honest.
0: So, picture the scene. We've sat down we Luke said, "Let's do a let's play on it." Yeah, I've, I've never done a let's play before. I thought, "Yeah, let's do this." So we're all fired up. We sat down. We yeah, we literally
1: sat down to play the game from start, start to start finish, to finish in one sitting. We
0: knew it was about three and a half hours long, so we thought, "Great, let's sit down. Let's do this." Got all the audio set up. Did the level check all fine. Yep. Previous to this, we just bear mention. Luke had done some test recording on his
1: camera because we were going to do a video. like. Yeah, we were going to do a full-blown live video setup. So. We set up the DSLR, we set up lights. That
0: didn't quite work out. We had some tests which he's copied to his hard drive mm-hmm. to have a look at, and it wasn't quite right, so we just left them. Yeah. So we sit down, we set the recording going, we start playing the game, we take it turns, play all the way through, really thoroughly enjoyed it, it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. For great,
1: yep. Yeah, Let's get it sorted out. We hit the stop button on the audio recorder, the same recorder that we use all the time for the podcast. Yep. And it crashed. There was a random error. We were like, "What is going on? Why has it locked up?" Yeah. A horrible, horrible feeling. You know, my, the, in the pits of my stomach. I was, oh my god! I, I don't. I couldn't believe it because it threw up like literally hundreds of error messages, and we had these really thousands, random. I think. We had really random kind of fluctuations in the waveform, which you mentioned partway through the playthrough, so which it didn't look right. Yeah, and um, but we powered through anyway. So I mean, you destroy the flow of the video, and yeah. break the immersion of the game. We looked at the hard drive now. I have to make it clear that my machine is full of hard drives and pretty much every part is recorded to a separate drive. I would never normally record things to my main operating system drive, which is a piddly small SSD. Which is where those video files also got copied to earlier on, before the thing. I figured out the problem with it. It turns out the drive was full. The main drive, my main drive was full. It did not have the space for the audio, so it basically cut off the last hour like and a half. Hour hours, and a half. Yeah, about two hours of audio we lost. It was horrible because it was actually really fun, really good, yeah. and we would have never been able to get that kind of reaction no back. Heck. The first impressions were brilliant. Now, just before, I think I've mentioned before in a podcast where I had a two terabyte hard drive just randomly flake out on me. Yeah, that would normally that would have normally been my audio captured drive. Well, there's there are two issues. Either that drive died, which caused the audio recording software to default to its default directory. Which to was, go back to its default drive C, which was my SSD. Or it could have been an update to the software which had caused the default directory to swap back. It it's a default, but either way. It was a fucking disaster, and so we lost majority of the yeah. audio. Bear in mind, we got to about what,
0: two, three am in the morning when we were doing this, something yep. like that, and it just. And you sort of hope maybe it's saved in the RAM. Maybe if we delete stuff off the hard drive, it will be able to save itself, and we won't lose everything. But it was not to be, and we lost. We got the first half hour and a half, yeah, and then it all went hair shape from there
1: if anyone is actually interested in seeing the first kind of hour hour and a half then i will actually make a kind of three episode lp style thing and then we'll just kind of follow that on and do a do an actual kind of short review because we have come up with some things what we like about it and what we don't like
0: about it there are some good and bad things perhaps we can briefly mention them here okay good things art style gorgeous music lovely Sort of general idea, lovely. It was different. It was very which different. you was... uh, introduced a new mechanic. you would use it perhaps twice and, and then, then never stop. hear it again. And it held your hand so much.
1: Pretty much the entire way through, you were being dragged. Yeah, and you,
0: um, it, it never let you experiment and try and figure out things for yourself. It just told you every single step of the way what the mechanic was and how to do
1: it. I mean, in, in fairness, we say that you know things were introduced and then dropped after maybe two times of use. So we won't say specifically what until we actually post up say a review or whatever. But there were kind of variations on that mechanic, but not, not quite.
0: Yeah, some pens which were on your phones, some were used. There was one that was used, I can count my, I, I can count point one hand Half often it was used. And mm-hmm. it was used like in the first like half an hour and then never seen again. And then there was some that were introduced, it caused you trouble initially, but then the rest of the game, it didn't really bother you yeah. anymore.
1: And it most annoying, and the, and the final boss was very really annoying. We say boss loosely the the annoying yeah. geezer that pretty much follows you the entire bloody game just gets in the way of it
0: yeah it gets, I mean the whole point is that he's,
1: he's he's supposed to get in the way but not really quite as much
0: yeah Charles never gave you a chance to sort of
1: you never breather. really felt threatened by the guy because he was always up your ass yeah it was just more annoying than threatening
0: mm. that was I think trouble he wasn't a, it wasn't a constant threat it was just annoying yeah than anything.
1: I mean, all right. So to say that you didn't feel threatened, it was you'd kind of shake the guy, yeah, and then you could literally count to five, he'd be there again. And so, yeah. so what? What was the what point? Was the point.
0: You never felt like you'd actually achieved anything, yeah, until the very end of the game when after the boy leaves that
1: sort of fantasy well. The other one, I bash the Uya a lot. The Android, yes, games console. And I think I'd mentioned in the past that I'd actually backed two Android consoles over the last yeah. year. Dude, yes, Episode 1. Yeah. Yeah, the second one was called The Game Stick. Now, I didn't realise until recently that the bloody things had shipped. They actually shipped on time, unlike the bloody ooh, Yeah, I can say The Game Stick's actually pretty good. It's yeah. an Android console that's actually good. I mean, we've got it on my desk... The console itself is basically like an MK-802 Android stick, which basically runs Linux or Android. It's it's basically... I don't know if you've seen them. No. It looks like a big flash drive. Yeah, it's basically um, a flash drive, but instead of it being USB, it's HDMI. It has micro USB to charge it or power it, because it can be powered by televisions that provide power through HDMI, I guess. Yeah, expandable storage, blah, blah, blah. The OUYA doesn't have expandable storage. Android on it doesn't just it doesn't seem like a crappy skin over Android. The the whole thing has been quite nicely put together. Yeah. It looks nice, it's intuitive. The control pad is it looks really bulky and dodgy. It looks kind of like a flat Super Nintendo control yeah. pad. It looks like a Super Nintendo control pad with two sticks bolted to it. My first thought of the control pad I saw was somebody else trying to copy the Xbox control pad. Well, in fairness, the Xbox is a rip-off of the Dreamcast control pad. I know, which but is the rip-off it's of the Super got, it's, it's got
0: the two analog sticks, not l- line mm. setup. Believe it or not, these are actually quite comfortable.
1: Right. They are actually they're, they're quite they're a little bit too sensitive for my taste, but they're they're quite comfortable. It the control pad works. That is my main gripe with Yuya, other than the fact that the software is shit the control pad on the Yuya is crap and the main fanboy thing that is said because I did I've had a little bit of an argument with Yuya fanboys recently because Yuya keeps posting things up without researching it so people they'll say hey look people love our games and then at the end of the video they'll say the console's shit and then Yuya's like hey look they love our... no they don't they think your stuff shit one of the main things that Yuya fanboys will say is hey look if you don't like the fucking control pad Use an Xbox or PlayStation 3 control That's pad. That's not really the point, though, is it? If exactly. If you buy a bloody console, you expect the control pad to work. Some yeah. people say they love the control pad. Other people say they hate it. I personally say it's fucking spongy. It's built well, to a price. If you're going to sacrifice... like They could have cut back on the hardware a little bit and improved the control pad. But they didn't. No. Um, it's a very cheap, horrible, nasty control pad. They... I don't know why they changed the triggers, for example. They, they operate differently from every other trigger I've ever seen. Every other control pad I've pulled apart. It's just not, very, it's not a very nice control pad. But they'll defend it and then tell me to use something else. My argument to that is that the OUYA is a £99 console with one control pad. A control pad for a PlayStation 3 costs about 30 quid. So it's now a £130 console. For £130, you can buy a PlayStation 3. So one get okay, PlayStation Three
0: exactly, and um, does that come with one or two control pads for PlayStation Three? Uh, just the one. All oh, right,
1: but still you've got a PlayStation Three, that which plays is a lot
0: more powerful than an Ouya.
1: Yeah, and I understand that the Ouya is supposed to make you know developing games and, and the TV more accessible. Bluu, look a cheap system, blah, blah blah blah. You can do a lot more with one hundred and thirty quid than than buy an Ouya. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Uya is an Android-based console, yes. so is the GameStick. Yes. Do you have to use games designed for the GameStick for the OUYA, or can you want any
1: Android game on it? Right, the bonus to the Uya, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is that you can sideload Android games on it. Sideloading basically being that you can find the APK off the internet or pull it off one of your Android phones, and if it will run on a Tegra 3 system, the, the OUYA is basically a Nexus 7 tablet. Yeah. If you can, if it will run on one of those, it will probably run on the OUYA. A lot of people were side-loading apps and games from the Android Marketplace to play them on the OUYA. They don't run very well a lot of the time, so they haven't been optimized, but... Meh, you can do that. The GameStick, on the other hand, is locked down from what I can see to just the GameStick store. Right, um... Oh, sure, I'll be a waiter. Android on the OUYA is... It's a very horrible skin. In fact, you can go to the advanced settings, because the user is supposed to be a dev kit as well. You go to the advanced settings, and it just flips around to the standard Android backend that you'd get on a phone or on a tablet. It looks fucking horrible. Storage management is exactly the same as you'd get on a phone. They haven't customized it in any way, shape, or form. they have just literally skin stuck on the top. It sounds like almost
0: every part of it, they... Have done a half hearted
1: job on. And the they, trouble is, they got eight fucking million dollars. How much? Eight million dollars to develop that? Yes. And they got other investors so as well. So they, they spent, are loaded.
0: They spent, what, a million dollars doing the console and the other seven having nice little holidays away?
1: Let's just say that nothing really changed from the initial video that they shoo off. I'm now actually quickly looking up the Kickstarter page for the Yuya just to say how much. Yeah, they've earned $8,596,474. The GameStick on the other hand only actually pulled in $647,000 and it's a better system. It's not as powerful as the UU, yeah? no, but it's better. It actually fucking works. They put some bloody work into it and it's good
0: they force forced it, haven't they? Yes. Whereas you, Whereas well, all they've done is say, let's just do a games called based on Android, bundle together, there you go. Yeah. And they've done like, what looks like the bare minimum, so they've made a bare
1: minimum controller. The GameStick appears to have... It seems to be people who actually cared about it. Yeah. Uh, from what I remember, I think, and someone's going to shout at me, I think the guys behind GameStick are uh, Play Jam, and they've done TV stuff, like Smart TVs and uh, things like that. The, the GameStick is... Uh, as I say, it's not as powerful, but it's just a much, much better system. I mean, they've, they've made docks for it, so you can plug in microphones, uh, plug it directly into your TV, it'll charge control pads. has four-player support, so you can buy extra control pads. The game stick actually slots into the control pad as well, the one that comes with it. Uh, it is it is a nice system, and for 70 quid, so it's cheaper than Vuria. Yeah. It should have, it's it's what the UYA should have been, really. Yes, it is. I get it, the Ooya is a dev console and they want people they're like, Oh hey look, now you can you know you can go into Unity, which is something that would make the Ouija kinda cool for you. you can go into Unity, you can program your game, you can dump it on the Ouija because you know it's a dev kit. Load it up, bam, then you can put it on the Ooya marketplace and sell it. But no one will fucking buy it on the Ouija marketplace because it's crap. Yeah. Even the store is crap. Navigating the store is a chore, it's a mess, it's horrible. If you want to, if you've, like, the three people that actually kept their Ouya's, if you bought an Ouya and you don't like it, rather than letting the Ouya kind of dominate your thoughts when it comes to Android-based gaming consoles, have a look at the GameStick. It is pretty damn fun. I mean, I've already dumped 20 quid in it. Uh, in games, and the games are only like £3 each. That's not bad. So I, I've just literally been throwing money at the GameStick. And it, it came with Shadow Gun, which is a premium title for the year. That's basically Android's version of Gears of War. And I think back when I was working with the Big Nerd Show, we gave it Game of the Year. Android Game of the Year. It's a good game. Wow. So, GameStick is a, a, a pretty good. Pretty good little system.
0: So, if you want sort of gaming on the go,
1: fifty quid for that, seventy quid for that, seventy quid for that. Not quite gaming on the go. Cause you still have to plug it into a telly. But I mean, well, a portable little game system. I mean, I, I'm actually curious to see what you have to do to be able to develop for GameStick because then you could probably put your game on on, it. on the GameStick store. And I mean, I'd probably I would happily buy it. I mean, yeah. it, they run games based, you know, developed in Unity, so. And that's something that we're both playing with, so. Yeah. Learning about. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, I just want to quickly mention this software I came across about a month or so ago. And it's a lovely bit of software. Now, have you got any games that you would love to be able to use say, a joystick or steering wheel with, or a,
1: a control pad with, but does not natively support but it? But doesn't currently support it. Um, yeah, I'd say a few of the more kind of classic y yeah. games. Well, this bit of software
0: and it's a sort of little group you will make it together. It's called Pinnacle Game Profiler. Okay. Don't confuse it with the Pinnacle the editing suite. Okay, it's really? completely unrelated. Okay. Um it's about twenty dollars to buy, so it's not very expensive. And what it does is it will basically it will sit it sits like in the Kapoor's mind between a controller and a keyboard. Okay. So for example, what you can do, I'll give you an example. The reason I've got it is I've got farming simulators which was discussed last month. And I wanted the controls to use a loader. And I want to use a joystick because that's what you have in a, tra- a proper loader, you have a joystick. By default, that's not supported. Nothing. Is, there's no joystick support in Farming Simulator at all. So, what Pinocchio Game Pro allows you to do is basically you'll analyse the joystick and it works with my old Saytec Cyborg Evo Pro which is about... Eight years old? Couldn't so, All right, that's about eight years old. It picked up, it understood it, it recognised what it was, and then what it did it gave me a list of all the buttons on it, on the screen. I could then map whatever keyboard command I wanted to to it, so just normal letter keys. Mm. The one I was i run this pinnacle game profile before I run the game, and what it will do is whenever I move that joystick, it will then interpret that as a keyboard command. What's clever about it is that not only can you just assign you can't just not to just assign keys to it, you can assign what they're called commands to it, which are basically all macros.
1: Okay, yeah, so I was gonna for, say. So, so I also, like what I can do with my mouse, so I can plug yeah. different key commands into the side buttons on my mouse. Exactly.
0: I'll give you an example of Harm so If you want to move what when well, your test what boomed in and out, you have to use left shift and uh, I think it's M and N okay. to move it in and out. Now, what you do is you can tell it to run a macro which holds left shift down and then press that button. So I can now, basically, with my controller, it will now, my joystick will now, correctly, when I move in that direction, will send that command to the game, which the game recognises as that That's movement. Okay. Yeah. So if you're clever about it, you can do some quite clever things with it. So I've now set up a steering wheel, though, actually, I've bought a steering wheel for as well, which I can interpret, which will now steer it in a proportionate manner to how I've set it up, which is quite cool. And course you can map anything to it, and it just sees your controller as a joystick, you can do pretty much whatever you want. And It's quite complicated macros. So if you have got any old games that you'd like to be able to use a controller with,
1: it's there. Kind of like, and I know this is going to sound stupid, but this is kind of like what we talked about with the the Omni and the Rift, where it would map key commands to to different things, like to something different. So rather than having to completely recode the game for the specific device, it's kind of a bridge. Yeah. Uh, bridge device.
0: The only point you have with it is it's still got to work with the limitations of the game. So, there are certain things you can't do with it, which you can't trick. So, for example, Pharmacy Monitor hasn't got much in the way of analog control to it. Mm-hmm. You can't give it a lot of analog control. And the ones you can do, it won't accept. For example, you can't, you could have your mouse set up to turn your vehicles. Right. or let's say you pushing left and right, or you can have it, move it forwards and backwards, and as it moves forward, it moves the faster you move it forward, the more you accelerate. It, the game itself hasn't got enough support in it so that you can both do that at the same time, so you can't both accelerate and turn, it okay. you can't support it. So if you program Pinnacle to do that for you, which you can do by attempting to move the mouse forward constantly at a certain speed, which it will emulate. It will emulate mouse commands as well, including mouse movements. Mm-hmm. You'll then find when you play the game, it doesn't work, because the game doesn't, can't support it natively. So you have got well-building in the of the game, but no, it does make it a
1: lot easier to use. So I was going to say, does it, does it feel normal? Because I mean, I can I imagine kind of changing kind of key bindings that wouldn't normally fit on a control pad to something on a control pad. Maybe they'd be kind of loop, like gaps. It wouldn't feel quite... Uh, no, I've, well, I've not
0: experienced that. Because the way I've done it, I've sort of tried to keep it as logical as I can. And basically what I did was I never changed any compilers in the game itself. I've just simply just used what it had I've mapped it into the control pad for me. To the okay. Pad for me. I was going
1: to say, it, it sounds kind of like when people would come out with something third party and it wasn't necessarily designed for it. And it would just kind of feel clunky or foreign. Like, it wouldn't no. feel as natural as it should do because they would be kind of floaty little bits in between where it no, didn't really work well, of as course it should. You
0: can really fine-tune the... In the case of axis commands, mm. so not destroys but axis commands, you can actually fine-tune. You basically you get like a little bar and you, when you move the axis, you can see like a little line moving to show you where the axis goes kind of on the bar, and then you can split that bar into zones. Mm. So for example, with my steering wheel, I can set a zone up to, in the middle, like a dead zone. So unless I move the will be beyond, like, more than 10 or 20 degrees, nothing will happen because I've set that dead zone up. And then I can enter extra commands. As I can have eight zones, so I can have, like, different commands. So I've set up to try and be a bit more
1: loose and move to try and make it more feel more natural to move it on either side. And how long does it take to basically set this stuff up? Because I still think it's going to feel a bit clunky. Cause, I mean, you're going to have to remember... It's not like well, it, no, it's, it's not like the game is designed for it, so it's going to feel a bit...
0: Well, yeah, but you, if you what you do is, it's like when you set up any game with a when you get a new game, you remap the controls to what you're familiar with, don't you? You know, No. Do you not? No. Well, whenever I get any first-person new like game out, I'll remap, jump to right mouse button. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm
1: used to that being space and then using, you know, W A S D Q E R F. I mean, let's put it this way. Because I'm I've been an MMO and RPG player for a, a lot of a, a long time. I'm actually used to using pretty much every key one down to the left control all the way over to say G with yeah. my left hand with no problem at all as well I'm a touch typer. And then when you look at my mouse, I have twelve keys on the side of my mouse. Yeah. I don't need to remap buttons. I'm perfectly fine yeah. with, say, jumping around my keyboard. And but if you had,
0: but do you have problems with any sort of muscle memory? So if you play a game, that's us decide to put jump on a M key, for example. I adapt pretty quickly. Oh, I think right. I also played. I also played console yeah. quite a bit. So I no. don't adapt quickly. I basically my key control set is a combination of the original Rainbow Six and Quake hmm. Two. It's a control set that I'm used to, so that's the one I've based, or all, all my games are based on that original control set. So the only thing i changed was well, from the arrow keys to WASD. Yeah. That's anything I've changed in my control set. That's because most games had leading and stuff in which you had to have Q and E for. Yeah. So, no, I don't find that because I've just set up every game to use a similar as possible control set. Up. Because, we well, you should create like a profile for the game. And then you put a controller with it. So every game can have its own unique profile tablet. It will to it.
1: automatically select the profile based on when you blue. play the
0: game. Do you tie it to the EXE or Yeah, well you type you add a game hook to it, you have to run Pinnacle first and then as soon as you run the game, it knows the game is running and then it'll automatically launch the profile for you. You can also launch the profile directly through the you can also get directly through the pinnacle software itself. Okay, yeah, that's handy. That's and it, Oh... And it works with most. It It automatically as well. If you want to like shift the title to touch to exe C, it's got links in it. For example, if you want to say touch a Steam game, you simply open up new game, click on the little Steam icon, it'll list every game Steam game you've got and, stored.
1: Click on it and it automatically finds the EXE for you, so you don't have to do it yourself. That's pretty handy. That's clever. Yeah, that is good. And you can do. I guess you can duplicate these for if you want to, uh, yep. you know, Rather than redo the entire thing, like reset up all your keys and, and commands and stuff. For a new game, let's say it's another shooter. Yeah. You can just say, "This is what I want it to be." Yeah, there's. Um, it's not. Yeah, easy. there's no
0: direct copy function. What you have
1: to do is export
0: it and then yeah, open it it. Okay, it is a bit of software made by a, for what the thing I get by not a large group of people. It's pretty much one guy who does the software by himself. So you got to be a little I bit mean, that's fair. Yes, fair. And you only ask $20 for it. And you can, and so if you don't want to do the profile yourself, you can download all pre done profiles for free off their website.
1: So I think that there's something similar for people who want to use PlayStation 3 control pads. It will Windows recognize 7. PlayStation 3. Yeah. It might actually be the same piece of software Yeah, it will it, recognize
0: pretty much any control they've put support for pretty much every control pad, wheel, you name it, that's got. But you even recognize Wii remotes. That's pretty clever. Yeah, it's quite. And of course, you can set up all the commands yourself. Mm -hmm. You have access to all those
1: commands as well, so you have access to all the Wii Remote commands in your macros. I've actually been quite tempted to try, and this is going a little bit off topic, to try a Wii emulator. Apparently, they've actually now got some pretty decent Nintendo Wii emulators out there. That would be good. Yeah. I mean, if you ever want to blast from the past and kind of mix in with the present day or last gen, that's kind of a nice way to do it. Because yeah. usually before, if you remember when like PlayStation Two came out, it took a long time for PlayStation Two emulators to really catch up. We were still any, yeah. we were still kind of fighting with Super Nintendo emulators at that time. And
0: I think the trouble is that it's you need. It's also just the emulators catching up. As PCs getting powerful enough to run the emulator mm. it's also adding an extra layer of
1: computation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot more work to do to emulate yeah. something rather than.
0: So it gets hard with every new generation of consoles. The PCs aren't. Fast enough to both translate
1: it and then process it as speed quick enough. Well, what I mean is, it's now a case of like now how quick it is from something coming out before a base kind of emulator comes out yeah. for it. Really quite surprised how quick some of this stuff's coming out. But then you do have these like crazy like Russian and Chinese kids and all that. They're just literally sitting there banging out code like you wouldn't believe.
0: And to be fair, also it's more consoles. Uh, the other systems are based more. Almost I like, can't and the console sells more PC-based hardware. Well, now. They, they are now, but that's going to be easier because obviously the commands for the processor stuff are the same. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be easier for you to map stuff to it. I'd imagine it's going to be easier for their generation because it's to be even easier to make emulators.
1: I just have to quickly throw off something else out there based on what you've just gone and said. I was listening to... I only listen to a handful of podcasts now, and recently on the... Boom! Explode podcast. One of the hosts basically said that uh, I don't know if you've kept up with any of the kind of next gen system stuff that's coming out of the next couple. <laughs> PC of months. gamer, no. Basically, they're saying that the PlayStation Four is more powerful than the Xbox One. That the Xbox One, like they were using Call of Duty Ghosts, I think, or Battlefield Four as an example. Like, yeah. The Xbox One can only play at seven twenty, whereas the PlayStation really? Four can play. Yeah. Whereas the PlayStation Four can play it at ten eighty p, and one of the hosts basically said that um, you know that well it's probably going to get better because they're having teething, they're going to have teething pains that like they do with every console. At that point, not taking any shots here, my eyes kind of rolled a bit, and I was like, they're just PCs now. It's not like the Wii U where it's basically got its own crap bundled in and they actually have to learn something about it. I mean, seriously, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, from what I understand, are just x86 PCs. Yeah, they're more, you know, 64-bit PCs. They are just literally P-fucking-Cs with a shiny operating system slapped on top. Uh, The Wii U was a little bit different. I understand with, say, the Xbox 360 and the uh, the PlayStation 3, the architecture was different. It was different. You couldn't just literally say, This is what we did on the pc slap it on there yeah you actually had to do a bit of work yeah was better it used to be many many years ago when the everything was completely different and you had to learn everything from scratch and really had to kind of learn how to eke every single tiny little bit of power that these machines had
0: cpu cycle album
1: but with the playstation 4 and the xbox one i I can't see that as an excuse anymore. And when people were saying to me that these consoles, they'd already pretty much reached their limits.
0: The only thing I can think going to cause trouble is whatever API the operating system uses. Mm. That's where your code is going to have to change. Is the API and how the API may handle certain how you command to communicate the API. If you don't want an API, it's basically it's a it's a way of allowing hardware for different manufacturers to work with a type of software. It's a bit like a translator. If I want to communicate to somebody in Japanese but I don't speak Japanese, it doesn't matter if I have a translator who understands me and understands Japanese. So a good example is a DirectX API. It has a preset list of commands to do stuff. It's sent it up to every graphics card manufacturer, well, both of the graphics card manufacturers... I was going to say everything. <laughs> yeah, ...both of to, us to, to decide their own way how they're going to do that function as long as it matches up with the api's matching function so there's a little translation bit in the between yeah. so the only part i can see is if the
1: api's and the coding is going to be different to communicate with the hardware but would you say that that's that it would be so hardcore right now that there would be such a large learning curve that they couldn't know it's going to be
0: easier it will definitely be easier now it's gonna be a lot easier now than it used to be. I mean, let's be honest. We don't get there aren't many games that you don't come out on all formats now simultaneously these days. or usually in a week or so of each other. Yeah, they used much. to when they you but in the old days, you know, you can go back to PlayStation two days. Sometimes you get a game on PC and it wouldn't turn on PlayStation two for months later. Sometimes mm-hmm. and the other way and the other way. But now, because of the way they are done, it's gonna be definitely easier. But it still could be a few TV
1: troubles in yeah. there. But probably not as much to say, hey, no, this is, we can only run at 720p, 30 frames a second yeah. or whatever. and then yeah, be and then, switch. Oh, look, six months down the line, hey, look. Or maybe two or three years down the line, oh, hey, look what we're doing now. It's not going to be like that. It's just no. not the same. You can't it, use the you, same excuses anymore. Yeah.
0: If the hardware's not there at the hand, there's nothing you can do about it,
1: really. Yeah. And from what I gather, hardware-wise, these things are just old PCs. Yes. They're... they're, they're it's new stuff, but it's not like what you'd slap into your gaming rig kind of no. thing. This is what you'd, you know, you could maybe a gaming rig about a year and a half ago, but older than that, yeah, I guess. But either way, if you want a console, go for it. Fine, yeah. yeah. I'm not bashing consoles because I mean I use them myself. I just thought that seemed a bit weird that people are still using that as an excuse for it, and so people always will though. There's they, there's always been an excuse, and the developers use the same excuse themselves. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to say that it's an excuse for the, for the, for the you know, for the fans of the console. It's just, it's, it just felt weird to me. It, whatever. Yeah. Moving on. Flashback.
0: Flashback.
1: Flashback. Flashback.
0: Um, <laughs> so I've got. I've only got one thing really. Um, I. I just want to say I'm a genius. And that I've got fantastic psychic powers because I predicted there'd be a Dishonored Game of the Year Edition with all your DLCs. With and all stuff. the DLC and what was released last month, Dishonored Game of the Year Edition for
1: twenty nine ninety nine. If you've not got it, go for it. You'll love it. Brilliant. I did actually see that. I was quite. I was quite surprised, and then it popped up in the in the show notes. I was like, oh hey, what do you know? It was cool. called Win. Yes. For me, the only real I have a couple of kind of flashbacks, I suppose. One of them being that uh, last time we were talking about, was it uh, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus and you thought that there was an Ico too? And there wasn't. No, like basically I basically had right. looked to see and there wasn't. Wouldn't be nice if they had made an actual sequel to the game? And it was too weird, obviously. But yeah, it was too <laughs> Japanese <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But I think uh, Rain kind of felt a little bit like Ico at the time. just yeah. the way it kind of looked I suppose. Maybe not, but... Rain felt like a PlayStation 2 game at times. Yes. But it was really fun. Yeah. So we'll just ignore that. And then the other one, we were talking about um, new YouTube channels, getting all the kind of uh, messed up channel pages and stuff. And then I said that my channel, because I'm a very old YouTuber, yeah. kind of like the old days, 2005, 2006, I said that my channel hadn't quite been forced to switch yet. But obviously Google was listening. Yeah, Google decided they were going to listen and say, Hey, guess what? You're going to have to... Look, if I want... It said, if you want to continue to receive new comments, you have to swap over to the new system. And I was kind of like, you're going to stop me from... uh, From the way that I read it. It seemed like they were going to say, Look, we're not going to update you with new comments anymore. If if you upload a new video and you get comments, we ain't going to tell you about it. Nice. That's Isn't that blackmail? Yeah, it felt really weird. And I spoke to a few other content producers and they said that no, YouTube can't do that. And I said, well, they forced you to change to everything else they've done. It's their platform. We don't really have any say in it. It is free after all. <laughs> so they've now started forcing people to yeah. do it. And it is kind of a mess, if I have to be honest. It's not really but simple.
0: as you say, it's not like you can do about
1: it. It's not your platform. It's just the way that they've... Okay, so what, what they've actually said now is that you have to tie a YouTube channel to a Google Plus page. The rules with Google Plus is that you have to use your actual name. A lot of YouTube creators don't like using their real names. Like I use a pen yeah. name. Um, a lot of people I know use pen names and things. I use pen, I to, to my real name. So what they have allowed is that you can now tie Google Plus in with a nickname. But initially they were kind of forcing people like, hey, if you want to transfer your YouTube channel over, you either have to use your channel name or your actual name.
0: Which, well, if you're a say somebody who isn't a person who is a group of, or not representing an organizational group, such mm-hmm. as our channel, yeah, we would be in of trouble because we can't. One of us would have to put our name to it.
1: Yeah, and that would have been a mess. And there was a there's a, uh, another YouTuber that was uh, talking about this who said, "Look, if I had to use my actual name rather than say my little channel name or my pen name or whatever, you'd never find me because there is actually a famous sports personality with the same name." Yeah. So you would search for my name, you'd just get spammed with the results of him yeah. because he's obviously more popular than I am. I would just get lost in a sea of crap. Mm. So, I mean, you can keep your channel name. There was a trial, so you could link and unlink your channel if you didn't like the way they changed things. But when you unlinked it, it would make an extra kind of profile using your channel name, which would then give you the option to either make a new channel under that profile, right, or just continue to use it as a separate page or whatever. To delete those pages, because they were all using your channel name, was a complete mess because it didn't really seem like there was much of a way to tell which one you were actually deleting. Were you deleting your actual YouTube channel? Yeah. And all of its content. So in the end I had to... because I linked and unlinked and linked and unlinked. I was playing with the idea of maybe swapping it over to the new system. In the end I had to find the page that represented my YouTube channel, throw on an icon, Wait for the icon to refresh on YouTube's end, because you have to refresh, you have to put the icon on Google Plus, like we did for the Rand Nerds page. So wait for that to then refresh on, on YouTube, which took a couple of days, and then kind of clumsily go through and try to delete the extra pages that it had made without destroying all of my YouTube content. Lovely but it's now made it a bit of a cock-up because I can't now directly share if I click the share button on YouTube whilst logged into my YouTube channel I can't now directly share it to my personal Google Plus page I have to share it to my channel's Google Plus page. I have to start, I have to use the switch account feature it's such a mess, it's just Nightmare. Thank you Google Thank you, YouTube. Thank you for not listening. Continue to do whatever you want and ruin the goddamn platform. Oh, and in other news, on my personal channel, I filed to have my contract terminated with the YouTube network that I was with, and because <laughs> the whole point of a YouTube network is that if you if you're like me and you put up gaming content or copyright content, other people's kind of um, IPs and intellectual properties. The networks could have licences or deals with the content producers to allow you to use that stuff Yeah, uh, you know, for whatever. I had to do that because I, I was an original YouTube partner from way back when. Back when YouTube opened up the partner program, so I was going through Google. I got click-bombed, someone basically decided to attack my channel because it's tied to AdSense, uh, Google's AdSense. So if... Someone's going to listen to this and go, oh, that's a great idea, why didn't I think of that? They're going to find a YouTuber they don't bloody like, that isn't part of a network. It was basically a bot attack, and AdSense and YouTube numbers got messed up. It was an automatic attack. Because it's attached to AdSense, they instantly think, well, hang on a minute. The views are being artificially inflated. The ads are being randomly botted. So the only person that benefits is you, the channel owner. So you must be the one behind it, because why would anyone else want to try and get you money? Yeah. My iTunes account got blacklisted, closed, and although I still have my partnership, I couldn't really do anything with it. I ended up joining a network because we worried that we were going to lose the channel. And now I've terminated my contract with the network, I'm kind of stuck having a lot of copyright content. On my channel. So
0: why again did you terminate the contract? With the network. What was the reason for that?
1: Because the network was bollocks. Okay. I signed the contract way back when, based on two people that I got to know. One of the two people was the head of the network at the time. He left the network to start another company, and while I was stuck in a contract, I couldn't follow, and I had no real kind of loyalty to the to the brand. I had, I didn't care for it at all, I wanted out, now I'm out, but now I'm kind of stuck and can't post much. Uh, Just randomly throwing that out there because, for any YouTubers, YouTube is now tightening their restrictions, their policies on copyright contents, third party content matches, copyright strikes, all that kind of jazz. If anyone's interested, we can get into that on another podcast, but yeah. Just be careful if you upload content to YouTube now, which might be a bit sketchy for us. The reason I bring it up is because of the gameplay reviews. We could be uploading gameplay content, and they might not like that. Yeah. Because we're not part of a network. We have no safety net.
0: Yeah. Is that it?
1: Rant over? Yes.
0: Right, so. My favourite section. Oh, here we go. And it's been a good month. Oh, has it? How many uh, have we got? Four. That's not bad. I try and keep about four because I think it's a good number to have. How many of these are from the BBC,
1: the Sun, or Nuts Magazine? They're all from reputable news source. I don't believe that. If it's from the UK, if it's, yeah, okay.
0: US could be from American website. Right. So, first one: a living Ohio man, a living Ohio man, has been ruled
1: legally dead. Okay, I was going to say, wait, a living Ohio man has been ruled... what? I was like, where could that possibly go? He's been ruled dead. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, a US man, declared dead after he disappeared nearly three decades ago, cannot now be declared officially alive, though he has returned home and is in good health. He what le- does
1: that mean for him, out of question? Like, he's... He can't get a driving license. He can't get a driving license. Dead. He can't... What does that mean for his property? Oh, and his I, rights.
0: They like mentioned has- a driving licence to when they sort of mentioned. But I'm guessing. Well, I don't know. Perhaps they can do it two- and they could do
1: an autopsy on him. <laughs> I mean, d- d- he can't be defended by yeah. you know traditional law because he's. Yeah. They consider well, what, him dead. What, so what happened
0: was, you see, what happened was that he disappeared in 1986. After he lost his job, he he claimed he had like a mental breakdown and ran away, leaving his wife two two children be behind. Oh, Bastard. Yeah, ninety four is declared dead. Is uh, but then he did he reemerged in two thousand and five when he attempted to apply for a driving license. Right. Like. The trouble is, the judges found that death rulings cannot be overturned after three years. Yeah. So, if he had turned back up in 1997, mm. he would have been okay. Because he turned up in 2005, he can't be overruled. The judge of the best quote, I don't know how that leaves you, but you're still deceased as far as the law is concerned. Does that mean he doesn't have to pay tax and everything? I, well, presumably not. Wow. I mean, what I want to know is this, Malcolm is the only country I can think of where you can be ruled. Obviously, you know, you are dead. There must be some.
1: I just. I just I'm pretty sure that. Look, you know, everywhere else in the world, does say, "Yep, yeah, you're dead." So everything's kind of void. But then, if you turn back up again, well, well, when that um, life, that um, guy who disappeared
0: in that canoe three years ago, remember him? He come back, and they, they both got done for fraud because he'd they declared dead, and his wife collected the insurance policy. And uh, went aboard to, to Spain, where he was li- where he was bought a house, They bought a house together. He then came back to the UK and was living under the stairs. <laughs> <That's> tru- <laughs> that's tru- okay, tru- I don't
1: remember that. But do
0: that was a few years ago. But yeah, they didn't have any of this trouble with him being declared dead. There was not trouble. They just said, "Oh, well, you're alive now." There you go. There you go. So I mean, I that's
1: reversed. But America,
0: no, America, I mean, you're dead. Um... No, sorry, you're dead. Sorry, if you can't do anything. If you're dead, that's it.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that sucks, really, to be honest. I'm, I'm just, I am really curious how that affects him legally. Well, because you I can't mean,
0: get a driving license because he's dead, presumably he can't get any sort of insurance. Yeah,
1: no job, really, because he's dead.
0: Well, he can't prove he's alive, because yeah, if he, got, he can't supply a birth certificate, he's got to
1: supply a death certificate <laughs> to his job. That would be kind of funny. Could you imagine that? turning up to a job interview with a death certificate. Or yeah, because I mean, the law's not going to cover him. I mean, could you imagine someone... Someone right, ready right again. Yeah. Sarcastic quotes. Someone murders the guy.
0: I can't be done for his murder. He was already dead. Exactly. And He's already. right they're charged charge for desecrating a corpse. That'd be weird. Yeah. Go on, America. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody murdered. No, 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 no. not an advocate murder on the podcast. No, 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 no. I just
1: want to know. Someone look it up. Is that? Has this ever happened before? Someone. Look uh, it up. No, seriously, I'm, it. I'm now curious. It's That's like changing it. How, how would that work? Well, I wonder if it's in a
0: like one that's all hard. You know America's basically, supposedly one nation, but we every
1: state has its own laws. Hmm. I wonder if it's an a thing. Someone look it up. Look Seriously, up. look it up. Some law student, somewhere. is has got more anyway, time than us. And, and knowledge of the actual law. <laughs> yeah. That helps. When we um, understand in England, that's just dumb. Yeah. So... Well,
0: I think they're in America, but they just don't be able to do anything about it. So, right next, firefighters in the UK, this is the UK are home to eliminate an essay nine 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 calls, and that is nine nine nine, not nine one one. Have released some of their most trivial requests. Okay, they receive, on average, hundred non-emergency calls a week. Ever in the past year, some of the non-emergency calls are a spider crawling on a pillow okay 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 I'm not sure how this happened a squirrel wedged behind a wardrobe wedged behind the wardrobe not stuck by a wedged. wedged so all I can think is there's some squirrel cruelty going on there someone tried to sort of like push it behind and wedged it some in there bad Pokemon training there yeah, is. Is. this one I loved a woman called 999 when she feared a fox in her garden might bite her because it had an odd look
1: on its face you know the fiber gave for that? Um, yeah, Woman's got a frying pan. Yeah. I'd be really uh, funny if she was in a high rise block of
0: flats. <laughs> yeah. Another one rang to ask about a bat in the kitchen and right. what to do. An elderly woman dialed 999 after throwing a glass of water containing her false teeth and two fighting dogs. I'm not sure which she say about the fighting dogs or the false teeth. Or both. Um, okay. Any other random ones? Yes, someone asked two firefighters to help him find his mobile phone after he'd lost it down the toilet.
1: Wrong people to call, mate.
0: Plumbers. And, well, possibly... Even you,
1: then, they're just like a Do you, you ring up and say, 999, what emergency says
0: you need? A plumber, please.
1: <laughs> well, see, look, I know exactly how a plumber would go there, because I've, I've been trained as a plumber. Mmm... Well... Oh. We'll do your quote first. Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah. going to be a tough one.
0: And... The other one is another, another asked far fast help retrieve a shoe stuck on a roof.
1: Get a ladder. Get your own ladder. I sell ladders. Nick sells ladders. Buy that. Stupid. That's the thing, though. I actually knew that a lot of that kind of stuff happened because I used to have a friend that worked on uh, those, like the switchboard on the radios for um, the police in the Midlands. Yeah. He basically said how they used to have Kind of like granny calls where people would just literally phone and talk. Yeah. To the operator. For for no real reason other than to just do it. Just to talk.
0: Can you all say, is this an emergency? Well, I probably it. no, it's an emergency? But then well, if I'd you possibly... hang up
1: on them they file a complaint. Which is it's weird, but they're more worried about people filing complaints for stupid things.
0: I I'd rather if I was in charge of the place, I'd rather say ultimately I'd rather have complaints filed But proper emergency numbers get through, then have some random old person just torch a member of staff.
1: Yep, well, you know, that's
0: the world we live in now. I think you have. A, I think this should be a rule that if you ring up 999 you just give a long rambling conversation. They can blackness your phone number. And the next time you ring it up, it says if it says, "Fortunately, you have been violated the terms of your service. You may not have nine 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 calls." That would be pretty high. You're going to burn. You're yeah. going to burn. <laughs> Perhaps your house
1: burned down. Will teach you now. Not it's to call nine nine nine. Stop crying wolf. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is like. You say how oh, I should blacklist people's phone numbers. I mean, th- there aren't systems where they know where you're calling from, or at least the, the kind of area anyway. Send a police round them. You could why not just issue a massive fine? Yeah. Stop wasting firm. their bloody yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Or if you're in America, send police round and go and shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go
1: mind blown kind of I already expected it to be honest but oh, I've
0: of two more to go as
1: well go on then
0: okay I'm going to do a scenario for you you're a notorious pirate you've captured ships ransomed them off done all sorts of nasty things mm. you receive a request to do be a expert advisor on a film based on your life and are asked to go to Belgium to begin filming do you go? No. Right. Well, you're smarter than a Somali pilot who was arrested in Belgium, alerted on the promise of filming a documentary about his life. Oh my god. He was arrested because in 2009 he captured a Belgium ship, seized and held a pilot for Somalia for 70 days until a ransom was paid. This is an click. Yeah, I was going to say, how? What? So, yeah, he captured the ship in 2009. He holds it, sees it, gets a ransom for it, and then a few years later, he gets asked to go, knows he's got an arrest warrant out for him in Belgium because he's captured a ship. What a complete buck. Yeah, I mean, I thought pirates would be quite clever.
1: Apparently not that bloody one. Yeah. The thing is, he took it, apparently he's retired from pirating. What did he honestly think that that was going to kind of, you know, wipe the slate clean? I'm not a pirate anymore, guys.
0: No, yeah, he left uh, he he announced in mock last year in January he was leaving Paris after a highly profitable eight year career.
1: Yeah, that that doesn't help, saying that it was a highly profitable career. Okay, no, it I I made loads of money, I don't have to do it anymore, you know. Well so I'm a bank robber. His name is
0: Mahadam Abi Hassan, also known as Alfre or Big Mouth. <laughs> I don't know if that's well, No my
1: brain his, is a good name. I don't know for if it.
0: that's his friends who call him Big Mouth or his enemies. But, obviously, what Belgians should have learnt, as this is a little bit of a tie-in, I saw it actually only today, Belgium should have learnt that what you need to do if you get a tap of parts is play Britney Spears at them. Man,
1: that's horrible. Well, what
0: they've been doing is apparently, apparently, according to one spokesman, some odd can't stand Western music, so instead of shooting guns at them, they now just play Britney Spears at them. This
1: is from a chap who runs oil tankers. Didn't they say they used to do that to, um... Captured prisoners of war. That was Barney the
0: dinosaur. They used to play to the captured prisoners of war. I just but, think children love that. <laughs> yeah, children love but children are stupid. Hey. Hey. Well, once you watch by a dinosaur, aren't they? I mean, this big purple dinosaur, what do you expect? Hey. That's harsh, man. Well, it's they hard. are. I mean, when I was a child, I was stupid. And then I grew up and I wasn't stupid.
1: So We're still stupid because we're talking into a microphone for the True, internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Men don't get smarter. We don't, you know. We just grow taller. <laughs> we do get it. smart at some point. We no. We don't. We don't. We don't mature. We don't. We don't get uh, nothing clicks. We just kind of get bigger. Right. We're just bigger
0: children. We talk about importing things to countries, and we mentioned how it's paying to import something to like Britain, and they're paying lots of money for it. Well, have. Feelings for people in China who tried to import twelve hundred racing pigeons for them to get held into custody over a tax dispute. Why? Basically, they were importing pigeons and they're declaring them to have a value of ninety-nine euros. This is from Belgium. One of them was was a pigeon named Bolt. Do you know what he sold to a Chinese businessman for? No. Three hundred ten thousand euros. We're in the wrong business, mate. Uh, it was a quarter of a million
1: pounds. Life's lost full of pigeons.
0: Yeah, and he did been declared at 99 euros. So, yeah, I can see why. In sh- I mean, China really should have had £62,000 import duty on him. And he only got 99 euros worth. This was quite funny. Last, last, month, last Thursday, last Thursday, or is not last Thursday now because this is about three weeks ago so when I copied this into the documentation and obviously as far as you can it edited it's going to be about six, about two months ago. At <laughs> some point in the past 400 were released after symbolic sum was paid, others stood in custody and apparently pitcher racing is very popular sport in China. The brilliant top racing pigeons also have lucrative business. This is the best bit about the whole thing. It is said the Belgian embassy has stepped in to help resolve the dispute. What a call that embassy ambassador must have got that morning. You know, usually they get rung up and say, oh, we need to sort out like a trade negotiation with like a big oil company or some of our people have been kidnapped. You need to speak to the minister or something. Would you mind just sort of asking about if they would very kindly release some pigeons, please? First off, kidnap. That's obviously (laughs) dark
1: that's what we are that's what we're dealing with we've talked about murder already on this podcast that's all about darkness (laughs) piracy hating everyone Mm -hmm. zombies Mm -hmm. hating America children yeah stupid children (laughs) I'm allowed to say I'm a father I love but my kids are smart smart. yeah my kids are smart the parents well at least the father is dumb (laughs) stupid father (laughs) just saying he's a right idiot the bearded bug he is why, why, why did they offer to help? Why are they helping? They why? were asked to involve, presumably because Bel- Belgium was where the pigeons were coming from. Okay. I, I've, I've been trying to, I'm holding back saying something nasty there, because... No,
0: just, don't hold back. We've insulted everybody else in the world. We might as well insult the Belgians as well.
1: Oh, it's not the Belgians. Actually, the the main villain from Saints with 3 is Belgian. Is he? Um, yeah. What prick. Oh. Um, <laughs> not only should be offensive to Belgium right now, but... They're
0: not. I can't. I can't, um, I can't imagine a Belgian person being in bed. It just seems a bit too. They just seem a bit too boring to do. Let's just say I, mean. I
1: murdered him pretty quickly. It right. was good though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was, it was more about the, the Chinese. I was what they being imported. I just imagine people trying to pick them out of the sky <laughs> to eat. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm
0: kidding, I mean, yeah. Oh, poor Bolt. Bolt was not poor, but due to a miscarriage, he ended up on like a local menu. Hmm.
1: Poor pigeon. Pigeon's nice as you have had that. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, there's the, you seriously go down to the train station. There's billions of little bastards we can make a. Do you know I can convince one as like another one named Bolton to see? Convince them to buy it. Yeah, I mean they're a little kind of dopey in in this town, but you know like most no, of the people China, in the no, town. No, Chinese. Like, to buy it. No, but I mean the the, the um the birds. Like the birds, oh, were, the birds, the birds are a mean. bit dopey, just like the people in the town. But you know, I've just started Chinese. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> See, you're, bad, you're worse than <laughs> me. Bloody worse <laughs> than me. No one's asked the this. See, he's got the reputation, and I'm the one that gets given shit. Yeah, brilliant.
0: brilliant. I remember reading a few years ago there was a case of Chinese people being based. There was a fashion in China for poodles to mm. Siberians, but not many of them they weren't not really quite knew what they looked like so what someone did was they started, someone started buying lambs shaving the wool off oh into a push and selling them to Chinese people one person one of them was Jack she complained that the one her dog didn't bark because it was a lamb and one person <laughs> took the dog to the beauty part to have its claws clipped only to be told it had hooves so there were some problems there just lip mine. yeah i gonna. Like, oh, that one be a show no
1: Link. Picture that. Because it's quite funny how they done it. Sounds a bit... I'm sorry, but even if I drank 2,000... Look, give me a couple of bottles of scotch you and you I'm still... Do you know what a poodle looked like, do you know what a lamb looked like? Give me a couple of bottles of scotch and we'll see. Well, I don't what? drink, so...
0: Yeah. <laughs> but What, well, you just give it to you and just look at them and go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what we do? Just sort of hold up to the light, look at the look at the lamb through the bottle of the scotch, and see what happens. Well, that's normally how it works. Isn't yeah. Right? yeah,
1: fair enough. That's, <laughs> that's how it works. Beer goggles. Mm, Beer goggles. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's that. Like both of those, are, or all of that so far, is really <laughs> what? It's not that the news stories themselves are stupid. I just think that a lot of people in the stories are a bit. They well, isn't it the best kind you get stupid people and stories? It's the best kind. It makes me feel a, bit, a little bit better about myself. I don't feel quite as stupid by <laughs> the end of the podcast. <laughs> Are there any more? No, that is it. That's our... that, I thought, I, that Did that blow the mind? It gave me a bit of a headache, if I had oh, to be God, God, like, oh, I, I You've actually started to give me a tumour with these <laughs> stories. If I do actually drop dead from some kind of, I don't know, brain bastard cancer, we know it's these bloody stories. <laughs> All the stress of editing this podcast. One of the two. One of the two. A combination th- of both. Bloody Americans being declared dead. Fucking dumbass pirates. Yeah. Always said that pirates are a bit kind of. Do you know the American guy can now go and be a pirate?
0: Because he couldn't be arrested because he's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> do it.
1: Fear me, for I am dead. That's he's not, an undead pirate. An undead, he would be an undead he's pirate. The, he's technically the first American zombie. Yeah. But, and then bath salt zombies, but... That's salt
0: bollocks. Yeah, he is, but you're absolutely right. He's an
1: American he's is he's the, a zombie. What is the definition? Is he a zombie by definition now, or...? I don't know. I don't know what's the definition of a zombie. So is even? We'll look it up. He's now the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, he is. What a! That was brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Pat on the back. Yeah. Yes, champion. wink wink <laughs> uh, <sighs> He'll be in the next. He'll be in the next game se- season. He will do. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Right. Well, then I
1: think it's time for us just to
0: let you know how you can find us. Cool. You can find our website at www.rannerds.com. Email us at rannerd, without an S, at gmail.com. Stupid bloody Gmail. <laughs> yeah, good I still can't get the name right, so someone let me have it. Uh, you can also see us on YouTube at youtube.com
1: slash user slash rannerds. You don't have to put in user. Do you not? No, but it just forwards Oh, uh, well, I don't understand Depending on how you type in the URL, it can actually forward you to another channel. So That's useful. Fair enough. <laughs> Random. But yeah, but if you
0: want to be in contact email us, give us any news stories you think we should look at, perhaps sort of, you know, tell
1: us we suck. Um, yeah. Usual stuff, really. Tell us to stop offending your country. Yes. Give yeah. us another country that we can try to offend. Yeah. Seriously, I have a funny feeling that we're going to lose our jobs over this at some point. What jobs? We don't get employed by anybody. Yeah, fair point. I'm self-employed, so I can't really sack myself, can I? You could do,
0: but you'll just keep turning to work anyway.
1: Yeah... Nice. We, have to, we have to call the police on yourself because you won't leave. That sucks to be me it sucks to be self-employed sometimes. Oh, my God. Sorry. He won't piss off. No. <laughs> so, go to the website, follow us on YouTube, follow us on
0: Facebook, follow us on Google+, Where, Plus, Google Twitter, Plus, Twitter, all of those places. But Twitch
1: TV, even though
0: we haven't live streamed yet. Yeah, no, but yeah, get in touch if there's anyone out there.
1: Please. If you're a member of Uya staff, sod off. If you're a member of GameStick staff, congratulations. If you have any games you want us to try, just tell us that they exist and we might have a look. Interest free. Yeah, yeah no one. Properly. Considering how we talk, no one's ever going to do that. Yeah. That's so We can be bribed. <laughs> we can be bribed. A bacon <laughs> sandwich would be a good start. Yeah, a
0: bacon sandwich.
1: But if I think your game sucks, it's going to suck. And if I think you're a stupid foreign pirate, yeah. or, or an American zombie, then yeah. yeah. Well, I think we should wrap up there, should we? I'll do. Good one. Alright, thank you for listening. I've been Nicholas Jackson. See you next year, because I'm Luke Roberts and so I can't be fucked doing it this podcast. Uh, <laughs> next month, Christmas special. <laughs> you mean I've got a deadline now? No! Yeah. Yep. Well, it's now the third, so we're about a day. Good. Great right. show. I,
0: I better get home, because I need to get work in about... F- Ooh. Five hours' time. Brilliant. Good luck with that. Yeah, will (laughs) do.